Are you awake there, Lee? Yeah, I'm just, like, I just got finished putting the boost to some jackass to tell me where to find supplies for my weed farm, so... Kind of busy at the moment. You you put the what? <laughs> put the boots there to was some a lot jackass to tell me where to get supplies for my weed farm. Oh jeez. What game are you playing? Uh, weed Grand farm. Theft Auto Online. Weed farm. Okay. Weed farm game. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado. Yeah. Right. I thought you were talking real life there for a moment. I was like, wow. <laughs> you you live on the wild side, huh? Um. You see what they say in. <laughs> And those things are terrible. I can't even. Twitter? I didn't want to speak in Twitter, man. Uh, Everyone, they're like monsters. Just it's the internet. You just have to have a sense no, of humor. Not even Reddit's that bad. I think Reddit, what? Reddit is a nine million times worse than Twitter. Could no be. way. Yeah. I swear oh. to God, I have not. Had when I go on Reddit, I see the phrase <laughs> "dumpster daily." I'm Man. telling you, it's way yeah, what, worse. What, 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 what uh, things are you guys subscribed to that you're doing? Yeah. That? You know what I mean? Like, dumpster.com? <laughs> <laughs> because, as far as I'm sure, like, I don't get much of that. In fact, most of the time I can guess what the top post will be. It makes me laugh because they're thinking the exact same thing I was thinking. I shun social media and all its forms. I shun energy in non-monotone voices. The way you just sounded about social media is how Prometheus sounds when he talks about Conan. You two need to just hug it out. Mike Wazowski. You guys. Mike Wazowski. I'm wearing my birthday suit, and I got a luscious blonde wig on. Don't worry, as soon as I spawn, I'll find more things to kill me. What the heck is this? It's like seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck in a cage. Hey, warning. Hey, warning. Please don't podcast and crap at the same time. I like to find an area that is heavily populated with herbivores and farm that delicious brown stuff. Badger has put his big stamp of approval. <laughs> Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. By the way, this is explicit. Welcome, survivors, new and old, to episode 48 of Rated Arc, the Arc Survival Evolved podcast. Today is March 25th, 2017. We are a CRR gaming group hosted podcast, so that means the voices can change each week, but the roundtable discussion will always be about Arc. We have many ways you can contact us to share feedback, tips, or adventures. You can reach the show by emailing ratedarc at gmail.com, tweet the show at ratedarc on Twitter. You can grab the RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in-game at ratedark.podbean.com. You can watch us on Twitch every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.twitch.tv slash ratedark. Though sometimes, if we don't feel like actually streaming gameplay, you'll just watch a graphic. Like tonight. Like tonight. But we have plans for more fun with our stream once we get it set up. Yes. We have plans, big plans for all of you plans. to watch. 
Okay, so I'm your introductor, Lee Harvey, and we have the mother of CRR Gaming Group and the Don't one responsible for bringing mother. you this podcast. <laughs> Hi, Mommy. The sky. Get off my nips. Get off. Yeah. Mama. Yeah. Quit Tarzan and from them things. Hi, yeah, Mommy. Can I mommy. suckle from my milk? Can I my milk, Mama. Mommy? Oh, my God. <laughs> Nightmares. Nightmares. It's not a And I believe possum. you heard our fabulous foe render making bad noises there. Say hi, fabulous foe. Oh, really? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's okay. up, everybody? What's up? If you didn't listen to Rated Arc Extra, Rated Extra last week, you won't know what that was about. Yeah, you won't get that reference. Okay, we've also got with us, I guess, recording for the first time, A86. A86, representing... What's up, clowns? Who are you representing, 86. Oh, Xbox. we got the uh, the Xbox official PvP over here. And we have, okay. and Teddy, Teddy, we have Iron Badger had to step out. We don't know for how long, but Mr. 86 and Mr. Teddy are representing some Xbox love on this episode 48. I guess you guys can say hi now. Yeah. Logan. We just Turn skipped up. over Gigabyte and Prometheus. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. How you guys doing? That's our last. intro. You guys sound like Eeyores. Yeah. <sighs> no father. Yeah. There we go. That's because the announcement of their name was like, you know, and it's we've sweet. got these guys on yes. the side. <laughs> <laughs> Take it how you want it. You said it, not me. <laughs> and last we but not least, drums. we have Yogi. Howdy, howdy. Yogi. Yo. It's a fire in the step, that's what we we are moving into loot drop, and I think I always lose this. Where are you? I need a better soundboard. New oh. CRR members, Anilus and Dude Man 13. Did you hear my dino drop? Yeah, I heard yeah, it right we heard it. while I was talking. Oh, well, normally I do loot drop, so I didn't expect for you to talk, so I didn't know. Oh, I thought I'd help you out. Well, thank y'all. You were taking a little bit, so I thought I'd help. Oh, fine. Well, anyways, I'm going to say it like this. We want to give a big warm welcome to our CRR members. Anilus, they joined tonight, and Dude Mad 13. We also have a, we have a little snippet of love coming in from our Podbean app. But for some weird reason, Podbean does not let us know who gave us the comment. It's really dumb. So we shall call you Magnificent Survivor Pat, because we don't know who you are <laughs> but we do know that you left us an amazing message and it has not gone unnoticed they said great podcast makes time fly by at work these would you rathers are hilarious to the point my co-workers are even more depressed when they see me laughing by myself so uh, thank you very much magnificent survivor pat that's funny yes and now we have some fresh from the forge give me the, give me the, give me the. You're supposed to be overlaid. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we're gonna get you started with some arc news with some arc tweets. We have a uh, Twitter off from Twitter. We have at Jen Bubbly Wums PC players. We've just deployed a fix that will 
that we hope fixes dinos disappearing. Please provide feedback about this. And then I put the link to that in the show notes because um, they, they want to know if it's working, if it's not working. And that is something very vital. You just, oh, that sucks. <laughs> Dinosaurs just up and vanish. Um, also, just Jen at Bubbly once said, I just got a peek at the progress on the underwater babies. And OMG, baby Tussos are so cute. I can't. I bet those little babies fish, those little, the baby fish are really adorable because the baby dinos are so cute, too. So I wonder how that's gonna, yeah, lots of cute. Uh, we have Adam. I hate it. <laughs> your face. <laughs> Adam at the little panda said, all current outages can be found on our outage page. I have also included the edit date to reflect that it is current. And um, you can find that in our tweets. Uh, then said at Complex Minded, another teaser from Thieves Island. So this is something if you're not on Twitter or you might want to make an account, like if you want to keep your um, thumb on the pulse of the mod creators that are the sponsored ones. There was 15 and they actually now said is in charge of he's kind of like the go between and at complex minded on Twitter. If you follow him, he's been doing a lot of coverage on a lot of those um, sponsored mods. So we just have included some of those screenshots that he's been tweeting out. Um, like showcasing we have a boat off from the thieves island another teaser from thieves island that's one of the the maps showcasing some of the most talented modders um so you can get a um an idea on what is in store uh we also have one coming out from the steampunk that's at ispez on twitter showing us i thought this was really cool the steampunk planters are badass way awesome Compared to just the boring old crop plots. What do you guys think about some of these mods, the screenshots? Yeah, they look great. The um, the boat looks amazing. I hope we can build something like that beyond rafts, even just in the vanilla game. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool, right? I mean, that I changes. Agree. Right. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of water. You know, they need to give some love to that area, I'd say. Yeah, I second that. The boat looks pretty sweet. Even if they just made like a, a dinghy or a canoe or something, like just we need something. There. So that's that sounds great. It looks like a big, huge battleship. Here's the thing: I don't want to watch you play with your little dinghy. <laughs> Very good. Good show, sir. Good show. <laughs> In my beaver, ride on your dinghy. <laughs> Maybe you never know. Um, there is also um, just a subreddit I just want to let everybody know about in case you did not know. There is a subreddit that's entirely dedicated to survivors and the mutations that they've come up with. So I have included that in, in our show notes. You can find that mutations. at www.reddit.com backslash r backslash arc mutations. So go share backslash your mutation mutations, baby. Get your mutation on. Hey, so I'm gonna know what you're the, missing? The Twitter, a good mutation. The Twitter wand over to Prometheus, where he's gonna share some tweets he had his eyes on, including yeah. the mutations. <laughs> Den bubbly uh, wums. That's a ridiculous name, but <laughs> your face. Uh, your face uh, says, uh, "I got home to this adorable." 
absolutely adorable BD present from her partner in crime uh, at the Little Panda. But um, it's a throw pillow or a pillow that you have for your bed or whatever with a big old Dino dossier for the parish or printed on it. And uh, what I had to say was basically, how awesome would that be to have like a whole set of those things? Um, I'm not really sure why or what I would do with them, but I think it's cool. It is really cool. And plus, because she's the um, actual, like, they call her the, the mother of parasaurs or the, she's like, that's her spirit animal. So it is extra awesome. Spirit. Yeah, it is. So it's you get extra awesome. I deleted my image there. All right, there we go. So, and then the next tweet I got is said, at Complex Minded on Twitter, um, looking awesome, Ragnarok team. So um, this map is like one of the most anticipated ones. I haven't gotten to get my uh, own server running just to check out what it looks like, but apparently there's a, a small section of the map that's completely built out, and it looks absolutely amazing. I think it said it was about 30 or less than 30% done, but uh, what he has done looks amazing so far um, from what I have seen of it, and the screenshot definitely shows it's like some massive waterfall that kind of goes in the distance and um it looks amazing so uh i'd say that uh i'm excited for that map it it is uh i tried playing it or back when we did our mod spotlight episode and and it was a little rough when i hit but that was like quite a while ago so i think it's definitely a great one for them to spin it up a bit screenshot looks really good yeah if right. the rest of it looks like the screenshot then i might be tempted to swap my server over to that map that would be awesome it looks yeah. like a cool map it does i'm getting kind of tired of the center now yeah yeah and and the island at this point yep um so yeah i don't want to jump in so go ahead i'll go oh okay <laughs> i didn't know if you were done <laughs> were you done prometheus yep all set okay. All right. Um, I also am not going to read through this very lengthy letter, but we uh, it did share it, and it's in. Um, if you ha- feel like like Wildcard is not listening when you go to report stuff, and you have a lot of customer service issues, or you're reporting uh, botters and stuff like that, and you feel like it takes forever, um, there was a survivor that felt the same way you did, and they went to Reddit. And I put the link to that in our show notes. But um, they had made a post where it was titled How Wildcard Deals with Glitchers and Cheaters. And then they actually listed a day-by-day play on when they supported their ticket, how many replies they got, the whole scenario. So Jat felt very passionate about replying to this and wanting like everybody to know at least his side or their side on it from their point of view. So um, I I have copy and pasted his reply, or you can just check it out for yourself with the link. But um, he just starts it out by saying, we understand that there's a lot of frustration with the customer service we provide, and it's certainly justified. I can tell you it's going to improve, but most would assume that I'm saying this only to make you happy. This, that is untrue. Over here at Wildcard, no one has really ever worked on a project this big that needed a support team this big. And we're dealing with a lot of growing pains as we go along in all fronts, from development to customer service. In regards to growing pains, to provide some additional context, um, 
And he goes in through a, through a more thorough explanation. So if you would like to check that out for yourself, just hit up our show notes at radiodark.podbean.com and uh, read them, check them out for yourself, or click the link and all that jazz. So, um, yeah, I don't think I needed to go over all that, but... Um, I mean, it, it is a valid thing. The first time you do anything, you can't expect it to be a pro. It does take time. Everybody has to crawl before they can walk. And I think that's what he was trying to uh, convey. But if you want to see more of a breakdown, head there. Now I'm going to hand it over to Mr. Prometheus, where he will cover the PC ARC patch notes. So, uh, upcoming version 2.5.6. Estimated day is March 29th. So we're not far, just four days away as of this recording. Um, apparently we're getting the new mechanic for aquatic and amphibious creature breeding, which to me, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that because I recently got into those aspects of the game and I enjoy them. Um, so to kind of expand that, I'll probably feel more comfortable, uh, jumping in the water and taming more creatures once I can breed them and stuff like that. Um, we get a new dino, uh, the Equus, um, which we all kind of are anticipating as the horse. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail about the dinos because we have talked about them before. We got the the, the dino Lidicti, Lidicti, <laughs> um, which looks like <laughs> yeah. We'll try that one again. Um, it I looks like it. a big a big old. <laughs> it actually looks like what it sounds like if we. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the picture. You know, they really went to, to town on that uh, concept, but it's uh, like a giant whale. And, it's like uh, this, is it a gooey dog? It's a, no, it's a very large uh, di- like whale creature. Um, but uh, the next one, if Lee, if you could please assist on that name there. Ichthyornis? Ichthyornis, wonderful. Um, this that is like a pelican like creature. Um, we again talked about it in the past, so I don't want to bore everybody, but um, we'll look forward to that. And the iguanodon, which is some variation of a parasaur and a gallimimus, is the way I would interpret it. Um, it has some cool features, but um, we'll be getting that soon enough. The new structure. It's a Gallimimus. It's a Gallimimus. I got that. One sec, one sec. It's here, it's here, it's here. Oh, it's a Gallimimus. So the new structures and mechanic for tech underwater bases, the tech teleporter, the tech Mosa saddle, um, the tech power generator, and a new tech cave. Um, So that's a pretty big release, I'd say. On the 29th, we have coming up there. Um, of course, the little further out, which seems to be a list of things that they're never going to get finished, but the dynamic length bridges, uh, more creatures, gear, and armor, and weapons. That literally sounds like the most generic thing you got, um, but the, the I guess they just are proving that they plan to add even more of those creatures and stuff. So, Tech Caves, Ascension Game Progression, Boss Wars. I'm not really sure what that sounds like, but... Um, sounds a lot like what we have already with the arenas, but we'll, I guess, never find out because these never happen. But DirectX 12 mode for Windows 10, approximately 20% performance boost. Um, specific representative on-ground message, mess, meshes, there we go, all dropped items. So I don't really like this one. Um, I'm not really happy. I don't want this to ever happen. 
the items on the floor will be pretty annoying if you drop something that's small or whatever. Uh, random dr GPU driver crash fix for True Sky. Um, so that that wraps it up for the PC. Anyone have any comments on anything? Because I did kind of blow through it. So no. Prepare for server outages. Prepare for underwater bases under the sea. Yeah. Everything's more better. We'll get to it later on. We'll be getting underwater bases, which they really didn't even want to put in the game in the first place. We'll get into it later. Yeah. Um, one thing to remember, and, and piggybacking on your comment, Lee, like, prepare for surroundages. <laughs> I just want to reiterate, uh, we try to tell as many people, especially new players, this as much as possible. Make sure you play on more than one server. At least have a backup server. I like to have an official backup server and then have... So, like, when we got some crazy stuff going on with our unofficials, whether it be the mods that are acting all wonky, I will... I have We have a place to go to play to get your arc fix and all that stuff. So, um, I find it beneficial not to put all of my dinos in one basket. That's how I like to play. So I have those backups. So dun, definitely dun. if you yeah, I know definitely are if you are rocking a heavily modded server or even one of those ones that are on this mod um this mod support uh program, you are going to notice a lot of stuff hitting those mods. They're getting the mat like coupled updates sometimes a day. With those updates come issues possible conflictions you're gonna have run the risk of having more corrupt files depending on you know your file save all this stuff i mean it's just everything is act is increased so it does not hurt you to put some time into um maybe you know your own server your single player have something just to back it up so you don't pull your hair out or nerd rage and break shit so that well, would a be single my player is always a nice, handy little thing for that. It is. It really is. But some people just, you know, they want to have that social experiment, your experience, so you can um, kick it up and do it with an, an official if you find a nice one. And there are nice ones out there, so. And everyone, everyone who has half decent mods now are making the the updates fly out with the new sponsored program. I mean, um, I take that whether time they're to part of it or game. not, you know. Well, if you want to play another game, go play another game. But some people don't, you know, they just, they like yeah. one game and, and, yeah, go play another game, like Foe said. Or hop on an official or whatever. Do your thing. You know, it's funny, Foe, that same thing crossed my mind, but I did, I wasn't going to say it. What? Play another game. This is an ARC podcast, damn it. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so, um... Playsta oh, wait. We're moving into PlayStation. Did Xbox have any patch notes? Did you guys grab any and put any in? The end? No, there, were, there was no patch. You guys no. covered it last week. Do you guys have anything before we hop into PlayStation 4? Do you have anything that you want to say about Xbox or any any newsy things that you find? Or oh, just uh, I, I think I think the uh, changes they made have been nice. The things are rendering a little quicker. Uh, last update, colors are popping a lot nicer stuff at night so they are making improvements but yeah there was nothing going on all right did you have any they still have been patching recently to fix the whole uh controller issue and all the stuff that came with 750 whatever the uh the, the game disconnect? automatically yeah that stuff's all fixed the but they've 
it also created some other bugs that uh, are coming to mind currently, but they're much much more minor. All right, so we are gonna. I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna go say it's probably that acid you dropped to make the colors pop. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I'm kidding. Teddy, <laughs> Canadian acid. No, no bacon, just that. All right, so, um, Mr. Yogi, what do you have for PlayStation? Yeah, so PlayStation just got a little tiny update um, just the other day. It's a 1.16. It's about 85 megabits, so have no clue what it was about. There was no post or nothing about it online anywhere whatsoever, so it may have just been just a little quick. I have no clue what it could have been, so, but that's what we had for PlayStation, so caused enough change that we had to reset everything, and... Oh, jeez. Yep, you gotta love it, but... Right. Yeah. Probably some little optimization changes. Yeah. Well, 85 megabytes, and they just misspelled ARC. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> you never know, so... Yep. Could have been but a little comma. All right. So we are going to jump into Mr. Goon is out, but Mr. Lee is stepping in to help me do our Dino Spotlight. Come on down to Dinosaur City, your one-stop shop for help with all your plots. We got Dino to cover all your needs, from arms to alarms, from intimidating to intimate. Well, hello there. Look at you being all sexy, staring at me with those hungry eyes, like you could just eat me up. So come on down to Dinosaur City. We can help you. To help yourself, pick the title that's right for you. And remember, we have a special every week, and this week's special is... The Baryonics. I... Baryonyx. The Baryonyx. Ew. It's a new one. You probably haven't got to get your hands on it yet. You, got, you gotta do Ew. the voice. You gotta uh, do the voice. What voice? You gotta make that noise. Baryonyx. It's a voice. Yeah. Baryonyx. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't now that the pressure's on me to do it. Sorry. Oh. The Baryonyx. Do it, Lee. Do it. Do okay. it. The wild. Like the Carnotaurus, the Baryonyx aquifolger is on the smaller end of the smaller end of the tier of large predators. Boy, they That's did not word that very well. Yeah, this is straight out of the dossier. So. Well, they gotta have somebody rewrite that. Called editors, people. Editors. Called Lee Harvey at gmail.com. <laughs> While not as powerful as some deep sea predators or Spinosaurus, Baryonyx is extremely fast swimmer who is still nimble enough to threaten most creatures on the island. Domesticated, the Baryonyx's natural affinity for aquatic pred predation means that once tamed, it learns to kill ocean dwellers even more efficiently. Between its speed and its power, Baryonyx makes an ideal choice for anyone interested in frequently moving between water and land travel with ease and valuing speed and agility over raw strength. Huh. Well, that's good. Right? They're yeah. Freaking fast, it's all right. too. I'm gonna have They're to fast when one. they're coming after you. Let me I'm gonna tell have to you. kill one just so I know what it looks like. <laughs> the swamp. Fast in the, the water. Not so fast on the. Not so fast on the ground. Faster than a bullet. 
Yeah. Ah. They're faster than a locomotive. All right. Known information. And yet, despite being a fast, dangerous dinosaur, Baryonyx almost exclusively eats fish and other water dwellers. Highly specific metabolism of Baryonyx seems to allow it to heal wounds almost preternaturally fast after feeding on nutritious fish meat. Perhaps this is why Baryonyx rarely attacks land animals. And like Jazzy's saying in our chat, oh, we didn't even say hi to everybody in our chat, so we'll have to do that before we move on to our main topic. But um, Hi, Jazzy. I, hi, Jazzy. Um, they do, I, I know on the Green Ob area, even on our official server, they're over there in the swamp, and they're definitely in the rivers. So that's where you can find them or run from them. I don't know. Yeah, T- taming method is knockout. The preferred kibble is the packy rhino eggs. The preferred food is raw prime fish meat and the baryonic saddle. You can make it level 45. Uh, that's not too bad. No, I didn't think so. Uh, all right, we got some tips from Dododex users. The first one is Spino plus Raptor equals baryonics. Faster than the Raptor on land and faster than the Spino in water cool dinosaur that was the one of the highest ratings uh tips too on dododex.com and also this was another really good tip uh from one of the users the baryonyx is king of the seas tame with the packy rhinosaurus kibble and use them to help you tame basilosaurus the bas- i always say that the basilosaurus i think that's how it is you said it right the-, the first time awesome i always think of the herb basil mm-hmm Basilosaurus, as they can stun all the manta that follow. Love basil. Yeah, so they will help you uh, take care of some of those mantas that give you problems when you're out in the water trying to get your tame on. So before we move on, do we want to? We want to give a shout out to everybody who is joining us tonight in our chat room. We have. Uh, uh, oh, hey, our newest member, Annihilus, I see you, Butters McGee, Coronas369, Dennis Doc4, myself, Fagwent, Jazzy, and Prometheus. Welcome, everybody, to the chat. Uh, feel free to uh, participate, and that's how you can be part of this week's show. We will share your feedback. And now we're moving into the main topic of the show. All right, for this main topic of the show, um, I thought it'd be kind of cool to cover the actual, well, first, Wildcard did not go to the latest packs, but they did attend the um, GDC, so they had a interview um, that is called Lessons from the Trenches of Early Access, and it was put on by Jeremy and Jesse Rapsack, well, Jeremy Steiglitz and Jesse Rapsack. Um, so I thought it'd be kind of cool if we picked it through because it actually had a lot of good information. It covered a lot of areas, um, stuff that we've rambled about on our show. We questioned, we asked, why did they do that? Or how, you know, it's just, it kind of, they pulled back the curtain a little bit. Plus they were talking from a dev standpoint, why did they pick early access? So it's kind of cool just to get an insider view on this. So, um, I put the link to that in the show notes 
And if somebody wants to share that link on Twitch, that'd be awesome. So um, everybody in our chat room can check that out when they get time. And and for the listeners who don't know, what's GDC stand for? It was the Game Dev Conference, Gamers Develop Game Developing Conference, something something GDC. So the video is going to be interesting if you're interested in game development. If you're not. No, it's not. It covered all about ARC, too, and why they made the choices they've made so far. Yeah, they kind of diffused a lot of our complaints. Yeah. Yep. It really, I don't think you really got, I don't, did you watch it? Yeah. The whole thing, and you didn't, that you didn't pull nothing out of it? No. Oh, sorry about your luck then, bud. uh, I think a (laughs) lot of us did. (laughs) What's that? I was bored watching it. Oh, well, you're just not as passionate about ARC at this time as... Maybe the rest of us are. You've kind of hit your like a valley with your. Admittedly, with your though, they did repeat love. a lot of this stuff we have been talking about for the past exactly. couple of weeks. They That's... repeated it, but they also gave examples of why and how they got there. It wasn't yeah, just yeah. like this happened. So that's what I meant by they pulled back the curtain and kind of gave a little bit more of an explanation because I know that many times Luminin has gone, oh, I thought they would have done that, you know. And come to find out the reasons why they they explain. So, but we will get started with Mr. Prometheus giving him giving us um, some of his thoughts on the video. So, um, after watching it, and the first thing he kind of brings up is the uh, emerge emergent development concept, where it's pretty clear what we're doing here. I mean, early access is not a great example of what this is happening here. This is more of a we're gonna make a game while you play it kind of thing, and it's <laughs> pretty much it's like it's not, and, and the landscape will be decided by the, I guess the most popular concept in in two ways, either arc reviews or or um, player count, and it's kind of very indicative of what's what's happening here i imagine when this game stops being developed the only thing that will carry along are mods and total conversions so this is really just the matter of building a platform for for fun to occur at the moment um more of like uh the way a uh, a party promoter or a club promoter promotes a club and it's active during that time. Like, that attention is being brought to the game, and it's going to be made while everyone plays it, and they're going to dictate how the story unfolds in that regard. Um, so I thought it was a really uh, intelligent way of putting it, um, and it shouldn't really be called early access, and, and it's almost miscategorized. I think Fo has even mentioned this I agree. several times. It's miscategorized in that way that... This this is an active game, and it's meant to be played over and over again, but with tweaks and changes. And I mean, anyone who's just sticking to official servers, um, if you can get on some of the other servers, it's really it, it's an interesting how uh, the even the slightest change kind of changes the whole feel of the game. Um, I think it's interesting that they basically have no master plan <laughs> um, anymore. <Right. laughs> And they have more of a principal document, which was, if I'm not mistaken, literally like two paragraphs long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, 
is kind of indicative of what what I was talking about at the first point, which is this is really let's give a framework so that, that we're not like literally, you know, completely off the the rails, and you got all kinds of random shit being brought into the game that don't ma- you know that don't make sense uh, for for what they plan to to build, and then you know you 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 couple that with the scorecard system that they mentioned, and I'm I'm not really sure. If the scorecards were something that they rather recently started doing, because that's the impression I got. Me like too. The, they they used words like we went back and we applied the scorecard system against other decisions, and when they talk about those, they were ones that they made not that long ago. So I don't know time frame time frame wise. It seems like this the scorecard system that they were talking about. Um, was rather new. It it seems to work halfway decently. It makes sense to do something like this, and based on on feedback and in real numbers, data, like the number of people who are playing now versus the per- people who weren't um, in our past, and and when those numbers and the reviews seem to make such a difference in the decision making process, I believe that's literally uh, one to two. Of the votes per se is how how you could imagine the scorecards working or the points given, um, and then uh, I'll let I'm sure someone I, I glazed over what other people said so I don't want to monopolize everything. Um, moving on, uh, I I said I thought it was interesting that they said starting at Caveman and ending at Halo because um, that's exactly what it feels like now that I've been playing with Tech Tier on the uh, CRR seasonal. Um, it feels a lot like Halo, and it feels great. I think it's it's great to actually. I leave my tech tier on almost all the time. I burn up uh, um, element, and I think it's great. And the unfortunate thing is that doing that on a an official server, most people aren't going to get there. Um, so I think that the the thresholds for some of those items should be made, you know, uh, more available. I think if you get more people to that level, you'll increase the number of players dramatically. Um, they may it may make things pretty hectic, but I think everybody who plays this game and buys the game wants to experience that content. And it'd be it'd be silly if they make the threshold so high that, or leave it so high that basically a very small percentage will ever play on their own servers. Um, I guess another reason why you want to play on modded servers, but. Um, the last comment I kind of thought after watching this, I was like, yeah, this is all great. Um, now you just gave your secret sauce away, and there's going to be 10 other companies can, that can possibly produce a, a really good competitor, and you might have just shot yourself in the foot. So keep giving these damn talks out, and you'll eventually uh, <laughs> ruin your own business. But, you know, these guys don't seem like businessmen. You know, they definitely are like developers with a job that's way too big. I don't know if anyone watches Silicon Valley uh, on HBO, but I'm going to have a little segue here. They they have a similar concept where these guys make, uh, you know, a really cool computer product, piece of software, and they just don't know what they're doing because they're a bunch of guys basically sitting in somebody's living room, you know, building this thing out. So that's kind of what I get from from seeing Jeremy and, and Rapsack there. And I'm like, why are these guys telling everybody how this is done? I mean, maybe this is a very encouraging. Maybe they want to see the the 
industry go this way and they really really don't need money anymore but um it's it seems weird that they would just kind of drop the bomb like that and just say hey everyone why don't you just copy what we do we're making lots of money and we have the number six top game in in played in all of steam so and ps4 apparently now too yeah i think what it is it's because it is the like a game development development conference it's it's an event that they, they said that they designed to inform and educate game industry professionals on online multiplayer games in mobile and next generation technologies. So I think it's something that, because they even, it's something that... The, yeah, but those are your competitors, right? I, mean, I know, but this is, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, maybe they're trying to cultivate more of a, a learning I experience. I see, because, you're speaking to that. I gotcha. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, like that that point, because... Not everybody hides their trade secrets, and it, I don't think what they shared was really rocket science. I mean, no. Well, oh, yeah, they're not reinventing yeah. the wheel. I think all yeah. survival games fall under this category. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think what it was was somebody came up and said, this is a really successful game on early access. Early access is new. Right. I mean, really, it used to be demos. Here's a one-level demo. Off you go. Oh, did you like it? Good. Now give me 80 bucks. This is a game that made millions of dollars and it's not done yet. So how did you guys do that? It's not right. doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that these guys are shooting themselves in the foot because they may not do early access again. I mean, all the community management feedback, like it was it was from a game developer standpoint. I think just knowing that community manager role that they were talking about is huge and. and I think um, a lot of these guys that were there, they're, they're going to be that single single person studio or four or five people studio. If you guys want to do this, do this, but understand this is what you're in for. Yeah, because they have kept it pretty, pretty tight. Yeah, but like it's not like Bill Gates when he started Microsoft was like, here, the, here's the source code to how we make you know Windows. Mm. Like, you know, Windows was a totally new innovation. This is not yeah. really anything that hasn't been done before. It just are you referring they have, to the scorecard? The scorecard, sure. Oh, okay, I mean, like, that's right. I was going to say, uh, that, even that is not new. And the, the it, master plan, like the, all of it, all of that oh, okay. kind of gives my, an example of how you could run your own software company and get started with your own game and, and be successful in early access. So either they're like proponents of, of the concept and they want to see others do it, uh -huh. Or they're not very intelligently looking at what they're giving up as their 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 potential edge in the market. I mean, they basically just told EA how to make the game that beats the shit out of Ark because they have... <laughs> I don't think EA's worried about it. <laughs> oh, this is kind of no, how but... I would... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, but, think about that, right? That literally is saying here, here's the, the that that company that basically we're going up against because they want to be as successful as Ark is, you know, and they want to make sure that if they ever do something like this, what's the what's the model they they should right. use? And they have far more money and developers and an ability to make a really optimized version of something very similar in a very short time. Let me give you an alternate perspective here real quick, though, Prometheus. Uh -huh. Try yeah, this one out. What if, what if they're not looking at it from the Wall Street point of view? What if they're looking at it from the point of view that, hey, we're gamers. We'd like to see some not-shit games come out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I hear it. I hear you. And, and maybe I, they have enough money to, to feel like, you know what, I don't need to really care what happens 
I'm going to make what I like and I'm having him, I'm being successful at it. And that's as far as, as deep as it goes. Well, but like the, because, the big now they don't trade the secret. The big trade secret that I thought was impressive was, you know, how, how many times they pounded in that, you know, the, uh, the gamers want this is what they say. But when we do the opposite, then our numbers go up. And they prove right. that time and time again. <laughs> and, like, you know, it, it's... I mean, I disagreed with several of their their points. But, like, to me, like, you know, it... it, uh, it you know, like, that's part of the formula you're talking about. And in all reality, I was telling a buddy of mine on ARC just the other day, you know, we haven't been raided in forever. And I don't really want to play and that was so in no action to like the cross arc. Do you guys have cross arc on Xbox? No, but I, well, yeah, we do. But what I, what I'm trying to say is that when there isn't a struggle, when there's not something hard, you know, it's like when he was talking yeah. about the uh, the dino nerf, making oh, making yeah. tame dinos harder or or not not as effective. You know, it, it is. You get a tame dino, and the old school tame dinos were ridiculous. You know, you just go kill a wild giga, no problem. Right. But, like, the new ones, they you up the difficulty, and while people bitch about it because they don't have the, the you know, super OP feel when they go roaming around on their wrecks, right. that's what keeps you playing. Exactly. Sometimes, when we're not getting attacked or there's nothing going on on our official server, I don't really feel like playing. But when there's a struggle, when we're trying to do something new and expand to a new server... That's when I get the most invigorated with gaming. I agree. Yeah, I would actually agree at that same point. Um, because once once I got the Alpha Giga in the seasonal server, like you walk around with a lot more confidence, and then suddenly the game becomes just something you do while you're watch TV, rather than like I'm focused because I need to survive, <laughs> you know, right. and I need to do this task. Um, then you get a boss. Yeah, and you get. One thing I I was looking at from the scorecard part, and you were concerned about you know sharing too much of more or less their trade secrets. Um, I've run into this situation at a job, my past job, as um, I worked in a union uh, paper mill, and I was in charge of um, doing creating. I was I was in charge of training and writing out job instructions and. Um, all that stuff from the, like, when you enter this machine, this is what you do. And because I was non-union, but a lot of the concerns of our union members, of the union members, was why are, why do we want to, like, narrate our job? Somebody can just come in here and do it then. And the kicker is just because you can doesn't mean you'll be good at it. And I think, and that's what I would have to tell them, like, listen, anybody can know how to do this the the machines come with instructions like this is just more putting it in layman's terms but in reality there's a lot of on the job training that you can type out anything in and make it uh, in text and you doesn't mean you can do the job you totally could suck at it just because you're holding it like that does not there's so much more to the job that that is not even um being shared and i think that's how i looked at this was just because they're going, hey, these are like step one, step two, step three, step four. Like you, you have to have, and like Jazzy was saying in our Twitch chat, 
you have to have a good product. You have to have a good game. You need a good concept. Just having this little formula over there, if you don't have the talent, you don't have the know with all, you don't have the passion, your your ship is going to sink. You know, there's the more to the picture than just having a text formula. So um, that's kind of like how I was looking at it. Like, you can share all you want, but the talent isn't there. You can't teach people some things. Some things people are just born with. And I think that's where they, they're, they're not going to tell you everything. They're going to tell you enough, but not everything. No, yeah, I agree with you completely, too. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they're, I think calling them trade secrets is probably the wrong word because okay. they're not really secrets, you know what yeah, I'm saying? True. It's not Good stuff point. that other people can't figure out how to do. It's just if you don't have the right idea to begin with, it's not going to do any good. If you don't have the talent to pull it off, it's not going to do you any good. So whether you know about it or not is immaterial. Yep. Sure, but there are people who are just as good or if not better at something that you're bad at. Well, then and that's good for us, then... the gamers. We go, we end up with a really good game. Exactly. We can I, I completely agree. I completely <laughs> yeah. agree. But as businessmen, these guys aren't necessarily thinking things through. Obviously, there haven't hasn't been many... Um, uh, successful early access games and a lot of them actually end up dying out before they even occur. Tell you what, um, dude, that, get on Wildcard's website on. and upload your application to run there their business. <laughs> no, but seriously. <laughs> like, like, look guys, at that. Like, you're not doing it right. You like, literally gave, you gave them the, at least the, the, the ingredient list of the thing that some of what made you successful. And if they do that and figure out more parts of it along the way, you're giving someone else a leg up, and that's why I say, is this like a charity idea? Oh, no, I think it's just obvious what they did. Yeah. It's obvious. Mm -hmm. A scorecard kit system is not obvious at all. I used one in that job I did. No, I understand First of all, scorecard system, not that that's obvious or nothing, that's just the way they're calling it. Yeah, it's just Every single developer out there has a checklist-type thing whether they're going to add stuff to the game or not. They're just, this was an easy way to let you see what is going through their minds when they're picking out, when they're telling us no or yes right, to things that they're going to add or take way. away from the game. Managing input from the public is not something that many game companies do well. And if anyone is actually doing it rather well, if you look after what's happening and how they've analyzed the the active players, and obviously those things are actually public information and anyone could be doing it, but how they then apply that to handle a game that's effectively being made for the people I who think, want to play I it right now. I think it's obvious. I think if you're if you if I think if you're someone who is looking to make a game and you look at Arc and you say, okay. What is Arc doing right? So when I make my game, so they could easily just go look. Oh, they're very active with the people that play the game. They have early access. They're letting their play like like these are all things we already knew. Like there is not one thing that he said. That's why when I watched this video, I did get a little bored because I I knew all this stuff already like i was and i'm not thank you in the business like i knew all these things they were telling me i kind of knew about already and someone who plays how who has played how many hours worth 
No, not no, 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 you know no. But I mean? it's because also because you know the game really well. You probably no, if know I was, the game better than we might than be getting off track. We are. No, like <laughs> if are. I look at no, but if 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 I look at say another successful game, it, it it's it's not going to take you too long to jump on the internet and read up why they're successful. Especially if that's like if you if your goal is trying to, I don't think they gave away any real secrets that are going to hurt them. To tell you the truth, I'm sure they're not. They're they're really, they, but they certainly gave them. This is how we cook our cake, kind of thing. And Prometheus, I gotta give you points, man. You're going down swinging on this opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like Jazzy. Um, we gotta move Twitch, on. Sorry, Jazzy and Twitch. Before we move on, um said uh you know game dev is a really sharing business in general surprisingly game devs are learning lately that interaction with the community is a good key for selling that's why more of them are active on social media and forums and twitch within the last few years it is a big sharing industry and they they it does seem like they're stepping out from behind the curtain and just letting everybody know so just because Two out of five people, this may have sounded like something they already knew, but there were still a lot of people, this is new to them. So, it's just perception. We're going to hand I think it... That, that goes that? to my point. That yeah. goes to my point. That's a point in my side. Yeah, I mean, you're such a stinker. <laughs> yeah, just let it go, dude. Just let it go. 86, we're going to let you go. It's your turn. If you're there, A86. Yeah, yep. Check Sorry, wrong button. Check my uh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and put on my tinfoil hat here, okay. and... Uh, my so they're they're at GDC recruiting people and trying to build up this game on how they do things and like I'm listening to this and they're talking about scorecards and immersion gaming and all this other stuff and all I heard was a bunch of buzzwords to try and make this sound like a very flowery place to work <laughs> and oh, like I do like, like you and awesome. I I got. When I'm listening to this whole video, I'm like, this guy is trying to tell everybody about how great of a place to work this is. And if you look at the the link I put in the show notes, which show notes. is a little bit of uh, Jeremy Staglitz not so fluffy on the, the darker side when he was back at Trendy, like, I'm surprised that guy didn't get fired from Trendy before he violated his contract and left the company to start up. <laughs> like, dude, me and you need to hang out. Well, they, when I was reading the show notes and I read 86's thing, I'm like, what the hell? Does somebody freaking clone Lee? There, did they, you know, like, I'm like, when I was reading, I'm like, oh, here we go. We got another, yeah, but no, yeah, I under, yeah, I thought the same thing, Lee, and I, it was almost like you guys were cloned. You were the same person. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to clone myself. You know, no, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> no, your your guys' opinions were similar, like your your vibe. So that's why I'm at. Well, I, I just so shut your. Face. Nobody likes you. <laughs> so, no, but after 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 reading it through or listening to the the whole thing, and it was really interesting, but. That whole thing aside with with Jeremy and like them trying to recruit, I did find their scorecard to be oddly subjective in that if you want this to be favored like the like the what it costs to develop this 
half their stuff was mod created before they ever implemented it. Like the underwater base is already a thing, and they're talking about how hard it's going to be to develop it. Yeah, I can agree. I was thinking that too. I thought, well, it, it's kind of already there. Tech you know? also that was a thing too. Right, and that's that's what I'm saying. So, and then like um, they were talking about swamp fever and how uh, you know adversely it affected new players in comparison to the high level players. When on, on official, like all you have to do is level up to get rid of it. Well, that's but, now though, right? That wasn't back then. It was way right. But now. I mean, again, it's objective, right? Like they, they, some of their things they were talking about. They were talking about the final version and what it looks like at the final version. And the other things they're like grading it on. Well, when we first released it, it really sucked for like a week until we changed it. And the uh, so, do you come up with a subjective scorecard that like? always corrects itself you know what i mean like it uh when when you have when you have something that was a flop you say well you know like there were there was community support for it but the developers didn't want it and then it like you know you have uh you have the the uh what was the other thing i was talking about the 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 dino the dino tame thing, you know, it, uh, the dino it, nerf, it, nerf, right, right. And like, there was my point that the, uh, the community like online and Reddit and whatnot was screaming about that stuff, but it was, it was just giant rant threads, more like that. Uh, what do you call it? The very vocal minority and not the majority. And at the time I was a noob and I was, Sick and tired of getting stomped on by a T-Rex coming down the beach, flaring off beach noobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, that, that's all I got on that. Okay. <laughs> so you were you were kind of pulling away from. You kind of felt like they were spite, like they were adding a little sugar and spice to like their whole process because to kind of fatten the hog with the the like the the hiring thing that they're doing, like. Kind of like kill two birds with one stone. Kind Esme of. with all her folksy mes- metaphors. Yeah, no, in the saying, hog. Little sugar the and spice. It's, like, it's the first thing that pops in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, They're yeah, the yeah, definitely. Kill like two birds with one stone. Hey, we can get some. We can razzle dazzle. We can get some people <laughs> in to work with us, and then also knock out this DGC conference. It's like win-win for them. Is that kind of more or less? Because well, yeah, but like I dig out of a hole from maybe I'm on the same of, side of this yeah. whole like uh, mod thing as is Badger, and I feel like he he doesn't necessarily uh, Vo- vocalize we'll his opinion it. correctly in that this game relies so heavily on mod content, and then they adapt the mod content for their oh, base definitely. game, and like. Badger from the like he and I talking about the about like mods and whatnot like our main concern is like you know you talk about what you go through to develop this game but you didn't half of this game is either right right and you know and then you have you have them claiming they're a small company when it's like Stiglitz was in charge of trendy 
forever. And like, I they, it it was mobile gaming and stuff over there, but like, I mean, it's it's not that different. You guys know how how community management works, and while they they go off about you know, I I just I I don't credit them with their whole scorecard and how difficult this all is when it's like you've got a community of thousands of developers making content for you and you're telling us that you have this new formula that works so great when in reality your formula is simple get other people to do the work for you <laughs> exactly does that make them that makes them a very very wise business people you know it is hey, <laughs> sure but I was thinking yeah. emergent development is sort of a euphemism for do our thinking for us and we'll put it in the game. <laughs> um, it's just, well, it just depends on where you go to get your definition, but it's just coming into, coming into existence. You know, it's, it's growing and that, and they're not lying. That's what it is. The game is coming into existence and, and it's, and they don't, the one thing I like about it though, it's not like they're hiding it. They're freaking mm -hmm. like they're paying the mod people now. They're actually paying them a monthly stipend, you know. So it's not like it's not like they're stealing. They they are owning it, and that's why I don't have a problem with it because they're owning it. They're like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we're willing to do for you. We as gamers are the ones that get to play with the mods. We benefit too because we know the mod ain't gonna disappear. And it's also helping these people who are passionate about something, getting to do something and now getting paid for it. It's like a win-win on a three-prong, but not so much yep. for the console people because you guys don't get to get your hands on it right now. But hopefully when they do that crossover and they take it in-house, then you will be able to, you know, drink the Kool-Aid right along with us. Oh, but we yep. do. We do get the content, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying they like make it. the end, you will. No, 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 no. We get it now. Half this no, stuff that well, started out as... Yeah, no, we don't. What, hold on. Right oh, we don't. Half of this stuff that started out as mods is now in the base game. Like, oh, we're, not we're, even close. What is it? What, not what even close. Because all the things missing? that you mentioned That's not in the base not, game now. Yeah, but they're not. The underwater bases are not out yet. Um, the tech tier just came. Uh, they punk. removed the the actual. Um, if the if you look eighty six, if you look on Steam and the number of mods. That no, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I sorry. Well, when yeah, I said half, I wasn't here. talking yeah. about the half. <laughs> half the mods that are out there are in the game, but what I'm saying is half the content that's in the game are from mods. Right. And it's just yeah. you know like I mean. It's like when he was talking about uh, the people, so right. I think it's made it on the up and up now. I think when he yeah. when he yeah. was talking about during the thing, he was talking about how great Steam was because of their the way that it's super easy to apply patches to the game. What I heard, and he because he said that's the reason that they apply patches to PC before Xbox and stuff like that. What I heard was Steam has no quality control, and we can just throw whatever out. And then they'll just go ahead and push it out to all the users, and they get stuck with most of the bugs. And oh yeah, that's what we're like. Doing, we he's doing the same test. thing. Right. He's doing the same thing with mods. You know, we get like quality control. We're not gonna get a bunch of busted ass crap before they put it out on the console because Microsoft and Sony won't accept that. They also so that's have not a procedure. really their fault, though. That it's the middleman's fault of how they. 
It steams. It's at. I mean, it. You can't really fault them. It's the people. It's Steam's fault for doing that. Like that's a Steam issue. You know, that's how they're choosing to run their business because they. I don't they, think it's an issue though because I prefer a working version rather than getting the busted version. Yeah, right. there you go. See, but yeah, I'm just saying it to the point you were speaking to though. It's, you know, that that's not really on them. You know, it's not really speaking anything about them. They're just being honest. We can push shit out faster through steam because steam allows it but they don't just allow it for arc that's how it is across the board you know any games that have mods i mean it's not like they're just changing it for for wild card you know i mean it's it's equal opportunity crap mod feeding across the board yeah i don't see a problem with it yeah you yeah he mentioned it, it. You know. it's a, like a double-edged sword in that regard they, like, and they're honest i mean they're up on up on it so you know yeah. it it's a. Uh, it's basically just saying, hey, you know, Steam is just going to say, I'm I'm not going to create a bunch of red tape regarding how you patch your stuff. You just, you know, put it out there and it's your quality control. We're not going to spend our money to do that. Right. You know, and, and Microsoft and Sony have created a very lengthy process in order to make sure that their closed systems can remain closed. That's really the main purpose of the the updates are to really make sure that they have their own people who are saying, does this does this add any vulnerabilities to our very closed ecosystem? Because if we let the wrong thing in, someone may be able to exploit that. Tons of of uh, game hacking and stuff occurs through like offline gaming in the back in the day, where you you know if you bought this certain game. You could load up this save file and you were able to modify your system because suddenly you got your your worm into the the right the the, the back door so what <laughs> what we call <laughs> exactly so you're the worm in the back door get that worm in the back door get that work that's a damn banana show bananas so, so when it comes down to it, what we you want to call quality control is not exactly quality control in that in those regards. They just want to make sure they have their finger on on the the the, the lock before they let people in, and that a lot of times comes in the form of uh you know red tape. I'm gonna take that that silence right there and toss in Miss <laughs> Jazzy. She said it's, um, she said, well, WoW does that too, to be fair. They take the add-ons and put them in the game. They do. And they don't pay like those people. I mean, when World of Warcraft throws in an add-on, they're not, um, you know, paying them a monthly (laughs) stipend to to do this work. They they just bake that shit in. And, um, also it's like Apple versus Android markets. So Jazzy has some really good points in the chat. It's, it's. Quality-wise, it is. It's very much like that. So, um, who's going to carry it on? Is that Mr. Yogi? You sure dumbly doodly do. Alrighty. So, just kind of hopping on to everybody else. Um, some of the things I got from it is just why the main reason Survive um, arc was canceled. Just going on that scorecard and how much they loved the idea and how much they put into it and how much time they loved it. But in actuality, is it really helping the full game on full release? Is it going to help new players type of deal? Um, 
And you mean survival of the fittest? Yeah, survival of the fittest. Sorry about that. And it wasn't helping any of that. So that scorecard kind of nixed it for them. That's why they had such an abrupt clip from producing all that. Um, and then I also was laughing about how Wildcard takes um, feedback from Steam reviews. They're just talking about all the Steam reviews. They're like, oh, yeah, take this. There's a lot of bad ones, but how many people are playing? That's how we're really going to take it. Uh, how many people are playing the game at this time? No matter how great the reviews or how bad the reviews were, especially when the Scorched Earth came out. They were talking about that a little bit and how bad the reviews were and how bad people were complaining. Can't believe you're doing, but guess what? People were playing it. So that was pretty funny. Um, and also just about the community feedback and how much they do take it. I love all the stuff that they do for the community, but sometimes they talk too much and promise too much, but what can you do? I guess too much than too little. I don't know. Um, and then Sony's full game certification. So even though that it's um, uh, pre-release and it's not fully out yet, early release, they had to go through a full release through Sony. That I thought that was interesting. So hopefully they're not going to be stuck in this early release forever. Because looks like they promised Sony at least that. It's a full game certification already, so um, that's most what I got of it. Got of all that video, I kind of skimmed through it and everything. You know, I could watch the nerds talk for so long. <laughs> cricket, cricket. Teddy yeah. Bear. Over that mark. I guess Teddy was next, right? Yes, he hey, was. Yeah, I echo. I echo pretty much everybody else's. I thought this. I thought the scorecard thing was a little. I think it sort of adds some validity or explains a little bit about how much they're letting. We all know a project like this, you can get lost in the weeds. Some sort of system, and then the very next breath, yeah. Sometimes we ignore it. You know, we we do the scorecard, but yes, if it's a really really good idea and we really really want to try it, yeah, screw the scorecard. It's kind of that's kind of interesting. I mean, got to do what you can do. I can see how thirty-five people have had lost in the weeds. Most, most AAA games take five, three to five years to develop. These guys are found a way to develop a game, have community feedback, get the community's input. I mean, the best way to get the community input is to let the community put the stuff in the game. It's not like Apple saying, thou shalt. They're saying, what do you want? And if you want it bad enough, if it doesn't make, you make, make it on the scorecard, go ahead and let the modders take care of it. If you want it and you've got the talent to put it in the game, put it in the game. I, I don't think it's a dumb business to it might be stupid to explain it to everybody how you're doing it. Uh, although, again, if you you know eight million units sold at twenty bucks a piece, eh, do you really care? I think if I was Staglitz with all the shit going on, I'd take the money and run. Take the money and run. Absolutely. <laughs> eight million units at twenty bucks a piece. Yeah, bye. I'm on a I'm on an island somewhere. Yes, please. <laughs> and it's honestly really awesome to be able to play a game that you don't have to pay a subscription for that the ceiling really is a, is the limit to how much you're willing to put into what you're doing like depending on what entertains you you well, know I, I can also see it becoming a situation where the game's in full release everybody's i mean not everybody but the chunk of people that complain that this doesn't it's hard to so hear get... you right now your microphone keeps cutting out so i don't oh. know if it's a sensitivity issue or is that happening for you guys too 
Yeah, yeah he's cutting. Yeah, out. it is. Yeah, it's like it's it's cutting off the ends in the beginnings of your words. I'm also talking really, really fast, and that might be that third world uh, internet up there in Canada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the dog sled team's not moving fast enough. <laughs> but uh, I think we might find that once the game's finished and they're not doing all these updates, we might be bored. Like I just wonder if maybe that mm-hmm. mods. They're going to yeah. keep putting out mods. They picked 15 now. Are they going to sure charge me for them, though? I don't. They said some of them they might. I can imagine maybe maybe maps if they make an... Ex- Who's to say they won't take a, a mod map and like morph that into an extension, like into an expansion? You know, like they're working on their Ragnarok map. Who's to say that they won't just do like a, ver- a Scorched Earth version? Like make Ragnarok part of a DLC and then throw in some new dinos and throw in Viking some other, themed, you know? like buildings and boats. That would yeah. be awesome. I bet they could. You know what I mean? They and they could, could make that. will they? Half the work would be done already, you know, or 75% of it. Would you worry about fragmenting your player base then? Because some yeah, people have it that. and some people don't. They'll just use a scorecard. Yeah, I was gonna say they're just gonna use a scorecard, and they'll they'll see if we. And then if we don't like it, that means their player base goes. Up. <laughs> their CCUs go up. You know. Yeah, I don't. I think only time will tell. We really can't cross those bridges yet, and they can't. I know. It's like I'm just. It's I'm a little like nervous because I like I love how this game is, but I also know how the industry works and how people work. It's like. I just feel like by the time they get this game out and fully ready to go, that, you know, a lot of people are going to move on to the next new shiny theme, you know, like the next company that does something that's similar, but different, you know, that competitor Prometheus is worried about takes with it. No, you guys just agree with me, but when I'm talking, you don't want to agree with me. <laughs> yeah, no, we totally agree with you. And here real soon, we're all going to quit and start playing Conan nonstop. See, here's the thing. The only thing that might save them... Sorry, Go ahead. The only thing that might save them is this is one of the few games that I have ever seen. I'm sitting on the bus and I'm telling somebody about this because they're wanting to know what the hell I'm looking at on my phone. I'm looking at dino dossiers and stuff and I'm explaining it to them. And and probably oh, once a week, somebody said, oh yeah, my kid's playing that. So I'm playing it at 35. My kid's playing it at 8. My husband's playing it at you know 21. Like it, it could continue on well, just because of a new player base. Except, well, here, also, here's the thing. I call this the World of Warcraft syndrome, where they hit a point that a lot of developers never hit, where Mm -hmm. I think from this point forward, they haven't made, because they have 8 million, they're never going to lose 8 million people, like 8 million people aren't going to walk away from the game as long as you keep on making new content, and that's the thing with World of Warcraft. Like, World of Warcraft was at a point where they had, like, 25 or 40 million subs. And, you know, and games that are similar to games like that, or like Ark, they come nowhere close to those numbers. And they're considered um, successful. So, I don't think, I think Ark will always be here. I think even if a, 
even if a lot of people did get bored and move on to something else, I don't think they're going to lose enough people to ever make this game a failure from like this point forward. Especially every time, I agree. like I agree with you with the World of Warcraft thing because every time or any game, honestly, that offers expansions, anytime a new shiny comes out, the hell, that's where we go. Conan come, that's where we went. Conan come out. Anything new that that you and your buddies start talking about and a buzz starts happening, you're gonna jump in and try it out. And I think that's gonna continue to happen with Ark if they keep doing like the video set in the future releasing you know content to get people in yeah it just makes you, you wonder pay a monthly what... subscription for well yeah there is a monthly I, subscription there is it's a, yes. like 15 bucks and i stopped paying it like two months ago i've been paying it straight for seven years but I mean, like most but... games like subscription based or whatever you know a successful game has 200,000 player base like that's a successful game is 200,000 people playing your game so these games that hit the millions they're just going to be good forever because they're always going to have two or three hundred thousand people playing yeah look at counter-strike look at those games that you know that's what people play now that's they they take the top spots dota 2 i mean that's a free game if i'm not mistaken and and I'm sure the guys who are making that game aren't aren't just you know living off of ramen noodles. Um, and the the other thing I wanted to say is that NPC Bush people like if they, that's a sponsored mod. Like get that one working, and suddenly single player is going to be one of the most largely played things that, that that anyone does. I mean, yeah, that get that working on consoles, and suddenly you know most people will like understand why this is a great concept like th th that's that's a huge deal right there i mean they're really they're really doing a great job i'd say with this right on all right so are we tossing it to mr lee are you done teddy if you are hand it over to mr lee yep go ahead lee for his positive insight <laughs> well i've interspersed all of my insights as we've gone along so i really don't have Oh, you say. have stuff. Don't even try to shy away from your Jergens and your your your. Well, I was gonna. I was still gonna say that. Thanks yeah. for killing the punchline there, Esme. Jeez. They don't know. They can't see the show notes. <laughs> but I was gonna say, for like anything of substance, I don't Debbie. really. I don't really have now. I don't. I'd just be repeating myself. But yeah, did, we want to hear your voice. As Esme alluded to. <laughs> Just dirt from the top, man. Don't get all shy on us. I'm not shy. We repeat just the don't... shit out of stuff. You might as well join in. Go ahead. Go. All right. I have no more valuable input. Like I said, I felt the video was too long. We covered a lot of the info presented in our previous podcasts. I did find the list of content they added interesting. Uh, the, the content they added because of feedback. Interesting because it contained things that you would just expect to have already been included in the game from the beginning. Stuff like dino breeding or a freaking sword, you know, basic things. I, I thought that too. Assume they were part of the game. The sword <laughs> was like, what? Seriously? Yeah. Like you really had to have a player say, hey, we want a sword for you to think, That's hey, I'm going to put a sword in here. Weapons. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's that was kind of strange, but yeah. you know, whatever. 
And so my overview of their overview was basically they have relied on early access players for so much of the creative process of this game. They ought to pay us. You know, we've, like I said, emergent behavior or emergent development seems to be a euphemism for do our thinking for us and we'll put it in the game. Uh, listeners wondering whether or not to watch the video. Bottom line, if you aren't interested in the hot dog's ingredients, don't read the package. Yeah. Just listen to us and we'll continue <laughs> to keep you updated on the fun stuff about art. Aww. <laughs> and awesome. by the way, did anybody feel bad for Jeremy? There's this poor, gawky, awkward super nerd giving a presentation the whole, and the whole time next to him standing this ruggedly handsome manly man rap jack. I bet Jesse was just slinging it in the hotel while Jeremy was racking up the expense account with pay-per-view movies and a bottle of Jergens. I didn't think so rugged, I man. I thought like, you know, hipster extreme over here with his perfect little neck beard. I thought that was adorable. <laughs> I thought you guys... I don't. I didn't know what their looks had to do with them being game developers. That was my thought. <laughs> I was like, "Geez, Lee, you're getting a." Little I know too. for real. I like when I watched the video. The last thing I was thinking about is, man, I wonder what kind of lotion brand they used to whack it off to when they go back to the hotel. Like I did not put that much thought. I thought into this it. was the serious podcast. The joke. <laughs> Bro, you, you totally didn't even say jerkins. You didn't even say lotion. You even picked a brand. You even well, it was shorter <laughs> to type in jerkins than it was to type in hand lotion. Oh, I was what? saving myself the lotion, I guess. But I'm <laughs> he was hunting and pecking <laughs> on the keyboard to type in jerkins because his other hand was busy. <laughs> Plus, it sounds funnier to say jerkins than hand lotion. Nailed it. Your clone is turning against you, Lee. <laughs> what Lee are you going to say now? You want to yeah. hang out now? Yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. We're not hanging out no more. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you're so silly. I called you a diaper baby. I saw that. <laughs> you a diaper well, baby? Well, like, I just want to play the game. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm like, if I... If I I'm not into the whole development. From what I hear, you, you know, don't. And there's other, I'm sure we have <laughs> listeners who aren't all into the development part of it. I'm a of it. baby. Oh, you're so, 86 is getting you, left it getting you. Get, he knows when you get tired now, he knows. He's like, I'm going to jab, I'm going to get him. He's I didn't even hear dances. what he was saying. He was talking while I was talking, so. Oh. <laughs> I'm a diaper baby. Okay, so. Let me know, Debbie, and I'll take over. Because apparently, look, I got a whole bunch of shit that I got. On the video. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, like, go ahead. I'm done. When you're like, I didn't get anything. I had to shrink my text to make it not look so much. No. You had to uh, shrink it? I know, right? The wall oh, of text. Oh, my goodness. I think iron's in chat now. I think iron is in chat. It's iron one, and I believe that is iron. So, hey, Iron. Um, yeah, so. The dissertation I, of Esmeralda. Three pages. Let me take the gum out of my three mouth. Three pages. So I, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Two and a half. Two and a half muscles. pages. Uh, uh, She's that on, girl in school you, that, like, uh, reduces the font to, like, size eight because I the did, professor see? said only four pages. 
Yeah, that's the shit I just did. That's way to catch up, 86. Way to catch up. Now, anyways, get out of here with your... You do that for everything. Holy crap, this thing is long. No, it's not going to read. I do it from my notes. It's called notes, man. Anyways, but I talk fast, like Teddy, so we can rock this shit out. Um, the, the why I thought it was interesting that they said that why they went into early access. This is the kind of the stuff I subscribed from Prometheus's page on. N- this is not common for everybody. It's not common knowledge. I didn't look at it and go, oh my god, this is so boring. I've known this five years ago. I didn't say look that. Look at I these nerds. Ugh. <laughs> you know, exactly. Gurgit's <laughs> <Dirk> lotion. <laughs> I actually liked the the what they're sharing because I didn't know a lot of the stuff. Plus, it do, it it was helpful for me, and I thought it was interesting that they show, they shared little tidbits. And um, this this actually um, plays into like what eighty six was saying. He was like, "Well, you know, a lot of the stuff was already." Uh, mods, you know, prior, but actually, to add on to that, they even made a list in the video to show that a lot of the features in ARC right now came from the Emergent Feature Editions, which was aka player feedback. So, I mean, in this video, I thought it was interesting, like what we were talking about, even with Leave of the Swords. Um, I listed all of them in the show notes, but stuff like platform saddles, all of this came from player feedback. These are items that they didn't even think about adding. They It just naturally, organically happened in the game. So it was platform saddles, uh, the unique dino abilities. So that, to me, that seemed like that would have been. If you're doing a dino game, don't you think like unique dino abilities would be part of that? <laughs> so... um. Official mods, roleplay food recipes, furniture, extended tribe management, flare guns, swords, shields, magnifying glasses, spy glasses, <laughs> bear traps, plant species axe, grappling hooks, lances, dinos, breeding, cameras, fishing, split screen, per pixel paintings, hairstyling, tribe alliances, UI changes, dino groups, artifacts, trophies, smoke grenades, outside game alerts, QOL, quality of life changes, and server configuration options. These are all things that players said, hey, we want this, and they gave it to us. So on top of players adding, suggesting in items, and they adding it to the game, and then on top of fan-created content in the form of mods adding it in, I mean, this is definitely, and they they say it right up front, this is a very heavy community-based game, and that's why they embrace they are on Reddit, they are on Twitter, they are on SurvivalArt.com, they are on Steam, they are on all these sh- social media things. And one of their first things in the video, as they said, is when they started, they knew they had to get their community, um, their community reach game on point because they planned on this ahead of time. If they didn't plan on this being such a community-based or community-driven game, I bet that wouldn't have been first on their list because they would be like, yeah, we'll do that down the road. We're going to keep a lot of this in-house. We're just going to start putting out stuff. But they knew right off the bat that they needed to get those people in and they needed to get really good ones because they're going to be covering and using them to be the go-in-betweens to get this information. And that's what they're doing so far. 
Also, listening to the video, it, I thought it was really evident. Like I said, that they they strive to hit that community, they that community feedback because they man when they make a list of everything that they do do with the community, they do the community crunches, our digest Q and A's. That like I said, on top of their social medias and and all that stuff, they even pay players to bust out um, people who are doing exploits. They get they pay bounties. So on top of them <laughs> getting ideas from us, they even, it's not like it's a one-way street. They do pay pay players that are willing to put in the time to help out, and that's in the form of the sponsored mod programs and even the exploit bounties. So I think, I mean, that's something really good to point out. Um, and the thing about the scorecard process I thought was really cool is because it helped to give us players a glimpse at how things get worked on and maybe why some things in game got added that we we're just like, why? And maybe why some things didn't. Um, I've used scorecards in my past because it was more of a safety thing where we would have a list of prioritized safety items in an industrial environment and not everything was a top priority. So we would use a scorecard system to rank the priority of the, the risk versus, you know, could this person slip and fall or is this just an eyesore kind of a thing um, before we put it into trades to get fixed. So to me, the scorecard thing is just a nice clear cut way to make a plan and execute it. So um, I actually put in the show notes and I won't go over that is how they broke down the points, whether it was a two pointer or one pointer and how they added it up. And um, Jesse even said during the video um, that Steam reviews, um, Steam encourages users to provide feedback via Steam reviews not just on game merit. So when they look at the Steam reviews, they pay attention to the review bombs, but they use it more to gauge like the temperature of their player base, not the health of their game. So they kind of use it, like they said, more or less like a gauge. Like when they do something, if they get a whole like a review bomb, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, they're not really happy with that. And then they keep their eyes on the CCUs. Um, which was, I put that down in the bottom of my thing for anybody who didn't know what CCUs was. That was, um, doo -doo -doo, what was it? Concurrent Players Worldwide or whatever. I think that's what the actual term is for CCUs. But um, Jeremy points out that they have had some of their highest active player numbers during one of their largest player review bombs, kind of like what 88, um, 86 was saying. Like they've actually, you would think that when they have a, a review bomb that the player levels would drop, but they've actually seen the opposite happen. When they would get review bombs, they would actually have increased players. So makes you, you know, kind of scratch your head. Um, I probably wouldn't have thought that. So I, I like the fact that they were sharing that if that's the case. Um, and also their goal is that players are playing the game and enjoying the game. Like that's their overall goal. They, they really, obviously when you're a game developer, you don't want to have, you don't want to, you know, make a game that nobody wants to play. So they do want you to be there. And in order to be there, they want you to be happy. So it only behooves them to work with us as much as they do. Um, and then I just listed some of the decisions that they did, uh, survival of the fittest. They wanted to do survival of the fittest. This is in the video. Um, they had great feedback on it. It was a really big community um, 
push and it actually did come from a game mod and they actually still have a player base that is really hardcore into it but then just like us we were like why are they spending so much time on survival of the fittest and when their game isn't even done yet and it hit you know they got to a point where they were really going into it hardcore and trying to make it something they're like wait a minute you know this really isn't making sense that's why they had to backtrack and bring it back in and um put it with the game you know as a free thing if you bought the game you got it for free and blah blah so um and then they asked themselves because of that it's it's it just didn't make any sense. So they brought it back in. And the Scorched Earth, they wanted to do it, but they don't recommend it. They even said that. They wanted to to put out that Scorched Earth, that paid DLC when the game wasn't even technically released. They wanted to do it, but they don't recommend everybody doing that. Um, they, they did develop it in secret. That made it a controversy. That's one of the points they cover when they go over the list as the questions they said is does the community want it is it good for new players is it beneficial does it create controversy or does it lack controversy is it easy to implement and can we do a great job with it and then that's the questions that they asked themselves when they approached survival of the fittest scorched earth the dino balancing the swamp fever the cross arc you know they they break down all of those points in this video to show like what um what made them put it in the game or pull it out of the game um so you can watch the video for that or you can just read my shortened version in the show notes um sheepgate i thought was interesting because we talked at length about that um arc was nominated for a steam reward and the kind of the uh, for the the farm animals and kind of the vibe i got from jesse when he was talking about this was jesse kind of laughed it off kind of like you know, the steam, the steam rewards are silly. He kept saying they're silly. They're meant to be silly. We, we were, um, nominated for the best fart, you know, for a farm animal. We didn't have a farm animal. So we thought we'd put winning game. And then the way it came across is that we were, we were, um, bribing people with the sheep. And he said, uh, it, it just wasn't a good thing. He said they do feel like they spun it into a cool thing now. They totally were bribing people with these sheep. They were I, like, if we win, we'll add this it. to the game. Uh, welcome to the tinfoil hat. It's not that uh, it came bow. off like that. It was like that. Yeah, but that's how yeah. he said it. Exactly. Yeah. He I mean, said it came off like it was a bribe. We, we all took it like it was a bribe because they said, hey, go here and vote. And then and we're we'll going to put this, this in the game. That's literally exactly right. If we <laughs> win, it will be in the game. The game. <laughs> Didn't he say that they were planning it for a long time, too? Like, when everybody started giving him hate for it. Wasn't he like, oh, no. hey, by the way, we're planning this. I could have swore I read that somewhere. No, he, he actually explicitly said that they were nominated and they quickly put together yeah. this dino. And that almost makes you say, like, why the hell are the other dinos taking so long if in like you know <laughs> not yeah, like a week you have a dinosaur yeah it's like wait a minute time out <laughs> and if you looked at one of the elvises man they got the prettiest eyes i know it's uh, like wait a minute adorable. wait a minute <laughs> let's back i haven't even seen one it's but, it's <laughs> yeah that's bullshit. a really good point to you man that's a good point Oh yeah, oh, we threw yeah. we threw this dino together in a week because we realized we got 
<laughs> we got nominated, and uh, you know, so you right. know, if you if if we win, then we'll do it because obviously that's what you want, you know. So we'll put it out only if we win. So, yep. And um, he yeah, he says a lot of this stuff. He said they are meant to be silly. They got a mild review bomb for this. There was no real reason to add the sheeping game. He says this in the video. It didn't really even add to the game. It wouldn't help the game or add anything really helpful. The scorecard actually deemed it a failure. <laughs> they do feel that they spun it into a really cool thing now with the addition of the scissors and the haircuts and the shearing. So they feel like they took something that they, it just kind of happened. Like they were like when they were voted that. It's not like they planned it. It dropped in their lap and then they thought, oh, this is how we're going to deal with it. We were like, oh, that's ridiculous. You're totally bribing us. Then they spin it and said, okay, you're going to get it no matter what. And then on top of it, that's when they added in the haircuts and the scissors and all that stuff. So they feel like they did try to put the best positive spin that they could put. That's what they say in the video. Um, well, the craziest, oh, go ahead. the craziest thing he didn't even mention about like the, the sheep, he's like how it turned out positive was like the mutton, like a complete like flip on the taming system, you know, hey, we're going to have something that's super fast, but screws your taming efficiency. Like, it, <laughs> you know, like, it, it didn't even, like, I, I was like, wait, wait a minute, like, me and, my, me and my guys are running around, like, breeding these things just so we have them to slaughter, and, like, you guys, that's not the cool part about them, it's the haircuts? <laughs> yeah, they yes, gave them a pretty, pretty big uh purpose in the game i guess if you start to utilize them right you get the, exactly. the wool and you get the the scissors that theoretically can cut your own hair so now you have even more access to those yeah. items so so it's like and then to top it all off the mutton is a is a great taming item and you're like well it, it's a week man you put this together in a week it has plenty of uses that dino yeah <sighs> Tech tier, um, had, they said it had always been a vision for them. They said the community is for it. Not really, the tech tier is not really for new players. They can technically ship without it. It isn't really beneficial to the game. It's more of an end game. It can be controversial as some players feel it diminishes the feeling of being in a primitive lost world. But then Jesse questions that because he said it can be debatable because Ark hasn't always stuck to that thought process. It isn't really easy to implement, but the team is very excited about it and they feel they can really do a great job getting it out, you know, in, in the overall fi finished product. He said they did hit their highest CCUs ever, over 100,000 since they implemented Tech Tier. And Underwater Bases, um, they did the scorecard and it is a negative two. It's saying, don't do it. Uh, players, but players want it. And they said that it would be good to utilize the areas underwater because there is a lot of water and it, a lot of it is pretty awesome. And um, they said players are not mad about it. So controversy isn't a real thing. They could technically ship the game without it so they could add it later if they really wanted to. Um, they said that they are a little hesitant on how good of a job that they can do with it due to the physics of it and building underwater with all the collision issues and etc. So I think that is, you know, they're being honest because ARC has collision issues if you don't have a mod like Structures Plus. And console people don't have that right now. 
you know? So it's going to be awesome if they could... Obviously, I don't think Structures Plus is going to be ready probably by the time, you know, maybe to that point where they could marry the two, the Underwater and the Structures Plus kind of. I don't know. I'm really I'm really interested to see how they're going to do that because that would be awesome if they could just get that technology in. But I think that's a gray area because it's not really theirs. I don't know. It's not really their mod, but they're paying the mod person. There has to be the legalities have had to have been ironed out already before they even got these people on board with them. We give you money, you give us your mod, it's ours, yeah, you have no more Yeah, that's probably all it's going to have to be. <laughs> There's yeah. probably some window of time or whatever. Um, so they said right now they are a little hesitant in how good of a job they can do because of that, but they also wanted to add it because we, the players, really want it. They're going to take a leap of faith against the scorecard wishes because sometimes you just have to go with your gut and the risk is not something that can hurt the game. So they're willing to do it and they really want to knock it out for everybody because it's something the community really wants. Um, and then in wrapping it up, they did say that what they feel their keys to success is so far with ARC being in early access is that it's how the optimization and non-critical bug fixes they actually value it differently where they optimization and the non-critical bug fixes are important, but new content is what brings in new players and keeps them playing during early access. So that kind of, you know, gave you or me as a viewer of this video, like an insight of we might feel we're all we as in this crew, a lot of us say, come on, fix your shit, then move on. And they are saying specifically, this is why they're doing it backwards in our eyes is because the new content is bringing the new players. New players is obviously more money so they can get this going. You know, that's what I heard. <laughs> so, and they're like, they realize optimization and the non-critical bug fixes are important, but they still want to get this content out, get closer to their release date, and then go back towards the the end part and wipe up the stuff. So I don't know. Does that make sense to you guys? Or no? Because well, I know we've... I thought it was... It. I, well, like, yeah. I, that was... And something that I thought was really interesting about it was because you, you have, uh, you have like, Conan, for instance, which they're working on a ton of bugs right now, trying to fix that all of a sudden. And, like, you know, as I'm not exactly thrilled to admit, Prometheus is right, their numbers drop through the floor because that's all they're doing is fixing oh, bugs. There's not a lot to do. My bad, yeah, everyone's agreeing with me. You're talking about Conan? Right, well, Conan, yeah. yeah, in Conan, yeah. they're fixing bugs, and yeah. that's what they're doing. They're working on optimization, which is, like, not Ark's thing at exactly. all, right? Like, like, I mean, I... It takes me 30 minutes to get across my base because of the lag. You know what, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you I know exactly paid. what you mean. You already paid. But I, I want to I wanna struggle across this base because I got to get to the kibble that I got in yes. the fridge because it tames that new dino that just came out. Yes. Yep. And the numbers show, right? I mean, we clearly... I'm, I'm the biggest troll, I guess, in our... Discord Nobody said channel. you're a troll. You're the Debbie Downer of the I'm Conan Discord channel. I'm pretty sure someone called me a troll. I, I might oh, have called him a troll. Okay. Okay. I've but been called a troll. Don't lie. They're they're down to about five thousand players a day. 
I mean, and they because started they're off the stage. Yeah, we went through this already. Yeah, Arc we never hit those numbers, and Arc has Arc was, didn't was come out in Alpha. Arc was yeah, always in really Beta. Yeah, you don't really know. No, Arc was a lot better yeah. to start when it when it came out on. I know on console, like it was. I I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like Conan said, they're gonna put out on console in three months. There's no way that they would be <laughs> anywhere close where Ark was when it came out on console, you know, right. like, I mean, there was hundreds of dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this right. is Conan two months in, and they started during the alpha phase. Ark yeah. decided to start their game during beta phase, which is a much more polished game. Yeah. You're yeah. actually see like, you're actually seeing a game in a very raw state, which is, I think, a cool experience because you never get to see a game so raw and get to play yep. in it and get to watch it come up from something so basic all the way up to who knows where they're going to go. But what they have is very smooth. Like, it looks really good. It's just that it's, since it's so early, just like any very early stage game, there's not a lot of content at all. Because it's alpha. I mean, a lot of this stuff isn't even out yet at yeah, all. Yeah, but don't you remember how smooth Ark was when it first came out? Like, Ark was, was never smooth. It yeah. was a lot smoother before they added a ton of, like, dinos and everything else. Man, wow. I miss those days. Listen, changes bring on bugs. And what Ark is doing, battling those things... Certainly is going to make a big difference once Conan gets to the point, if they do get to the point, of adding a ton of content. They're going to run into the same problems. You're changing game mechanics when you add that con uh, content. No, I'm just saying I'm not calling I'm not I'm not calling one better than the other. I'm just reiterating on the point. Yes, when you're in an alpha stage and people are done with the very little content they have, they leave the game. And then when the new, when a bunch of new content comes, they're going to see more people come back to the game. Right, but without the, the sustainable income that they're getting, they need to get, they're going to fizzle out. It happens to a lot of early access games where they try to come out, they run out of money because they didn't approach it right, and Wildcard has a point. They're doing it right. This is obviously the new model for how they should, should do an early access game. Oh, right. Back to my my last couple of points. I was going to say, we've beat that horse enough. No, but, no, because I'm rap. I have, like, I one know. more point. What, the early access thing? Or the... I'm willing to beat more. Back in, Okay. I'm going to beat right now. Um, no, okay, and they said one of their things they look at is nobody wants to buy what they can't see. So they do like to keep putting out new content and keeping it fresh and putting out those trailers and, you know, all that awesome stuff. And, um, also... Um, to wrap up my points, and I thought it was something that's on the mind of of all of us, if you have a base on an official, uh, they are still considering if they will have to wipe the servers at game launch or if they will just add new servers for new players to play on. But currently, they are leaning toward adding new servers at the moment. And my thought was, is I wonder if they would ever take a vote. I'd be interested to see... If they could make like a like a straw poll style vote for every server on their dot com on their survivedark.com forums, just a yay or a nay. I'm I'm curious if they would ever go with a majority vote for something like that. But I think um, 
of not adding new servers, I think it definitely is the easiest way to go because I can't imagine the shitstorm that would happen if they wiped officials. I mean, yeah, they new gotta servers have is a obviously the easy one, right? I mean, that's they, that's the easy adding fix. some new servers to appease new players. And you know what I mean? Like maybe make it for maybe make it so that they're assigned like a, like a new players got a spot on the something to keep all you know people from just filling it up. Maybe they have a way that they could have like some starter servers or I don't know. There has to be something there, but definitely adding new servers as fresh servers for new players is probably the the compromise that they would. Because I don't even want to know if they think that sheep pissed people off. <laughs> Steam might go down for a while because I think that would just... They would be flushing themselves down the toilet, in my opinion, if they wiped officials. It'd be like, hey, we're so excited. We're launching our new game. And then there's crickets, nobody around because everybody's like, yeah, get out of here, you know? They would lose a lot of people. They would lose... Yeah. That's what we think, but their CCU numbers would show. (laughs) Right, but also here's the thing, just like what I was saying before. You have 8 million people who bought the game. If you do wipe the servers, 8 million people aren't going to stop playing. And then what happens is the game is going to go on and then say 2 million people left. People, those Half of those 2 million people are going to come back because they miss it and all their friends are playing it. And they're going to come back again. And you know what? Sometimes you have to just... For the betterment of the the future, you got to take the bullet. You know, you got to wipe all the servers, rip it off like a Band-Aid. People will get over it and move on. You know who's going to complain the most? People think that the alphas and all this stuff are going to complain the most. Exactly. It's the real (laughs) poor people who never get anywhere in the game. They're going to complain the most. (laughs) He's not wrong. Yep. It's, it's, and I can definitely see why they are still considering their options because I wouldn't want to make their choice. This is the choice out of the whole thing that I would not, I think they, I think that they should ideally, but I don't even think that I wouldn't, but I think they should from their standpoint, but from my standpoint, I wouldn't want to log in and know that all my stuff's gone. You know what I mean? It's definitely a catch 22 and I wouldn't want to make their decision, so. That's that's why, like, I wish they would just lose the label of early access or like, like they need to rename it because once you say and you come out commercially as official launch, meaning any new players coming, they think they're they're buying a new game, and then they get into the game on day one and they're like, okay, what does this guy have? All this freaking crap, and it's the first day of the game. Like, Good what's up with that? And freaking spawn traps, all kinds. You of know, crap. falling into spawn traps, all these things that are like everyone knows about already. But you know, so it's just like, let's just not. You know, the game's out already. Let's just stop calling it yeah. early release. Why do you even got to have a release party? The game's out. It's you're making your money. It's out. You know, you have well, eight million yeah. people playing it. The game's there. Yeah, and even with the wiping of the... Like, Jazzy was saying um, that she thinks that this would actually solve a lot of the issues that they have with all the exploits that they have had happen. Like, it would be just wiping the servers. would be everybody starting at square one. 
and I think need also to do it for the betterment of, of the, the service. Those yeah. these servers, like server number one. Just oh, think God. about how convoluted server number <laughs> one is just with pipes that are just floating in the air right. and just electrical wires that are just all over the place and broken built and this like things that were put up and broken down and put up and broken down and built. I'm sure there are so many like corrupt saves within that server that it's crazy. I think it does need a total wipe. And I think a total wipe should happen like once every two years or so. And just let everybody know if you play this game like once every year or two, it's a total wipe. Not a bad idea. Or I just think design servers that are set up that way. It can cause a, a bit of a frenzy, actually. And Wiping suddenly, them? Yeah, and, some, uh, and suddenly everyone knows they have a shot at quickly taking alpha if they work extra hard right now. Like, they know this is coming, they know they're going to lose everything, they prepare for it, and then when they get back in there, they hit it harder, because they know that everyone's at ground level. Exactly. That's what my friend Shrimpy did with his girlfriend. That's what my friend and his girlfriend did, Shrimpy, when the PlayStation 4 came out. They, let me tell you something, they put so much work into ARK, and we were always, they were always just barely able to, like, be beta or like they were about to be alpha and there would always be something that the, maybe the alpha would do to screw them over at the very end and it was just always a constant battle when they hit the ps4 with everybody being on the same level they they freaking took over a server in like three days and because they knew what they had to do and when they had to do it and they hit that server hard and just like you were saying you know in, in the PC, that would be great because all these people that put in the work now and that are active now that should be alpha probably could have a chance at taking that alpha spot rather than an alpha that's been there for day one, half the tribe doesn't even play the game anymore, but you can't unseat these guys because they have 30 gigas and all this other stuff that make it almost impossible even if their tribe only has two or three people in it. You know, to unseat them. And they probably shouldn't even deserve that title because they're probably not even that active anymore. And Jazzy, I think we all, Iron and Jazzy and I, like all thought the same thing at the same time was they already have server or the servers, the extinction servers that they wipe every, was it like every month? You know, so. But that's ridiculous. Their servers are already handling these wipes and build white build white build you know they're they're in it's probably a part of why you know they have these servers out there they're testing their their capabilities they're testing these mad rushes and you know granted this would be happening on a really big scale if they did it on every server because not you know they have a handful of them the extinction servers that do this but i don't know i don't know the tech side of doing this for every server I think you condense some it. of the servers, get rid of like a bunch of the low pop yeah, official servers that are out right now. And just like we you condense saying, those down, wipe and those. then and then you make server clusters. You have pre pre release server clusters, and you have after release server clusters. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a and great I guarantee approach. you, mo- most of the active alphas that are on right now would welcome that i'm telling you i'm telling you these guys 
get bored. Right. Yep. And I guarantee exactly. you, most of the active alphas wouldn't even care. If I had to take a bet, dude, vitalize the game for them again. Most of the active alphas would go over to the new player servers just because they know that they could show up and dominate immediately. Yep. I think even the non-alphas would do that. The people who's always had the dream to be alpha of course. are going to do that as well. That's everybody's yeah. dream when you land on a PvP server. Is, Look know. at the center servers. When those opened up, it was a freaking war zone. It was great. Right. It was fantastic. I... Some of the most fun time I had it's playing like Ark no was like right the now. first two weeks of the center official. That was a total blast to play. Definite, yeah. The passion for killing is quite strong. Mm. All right, I'm gonna hand passion it over to Mister. Mess talking. What's that? The passion for that mess talk. Yeah, come on, Giga, it's your turn. Speaking of passion oh, for killing it, things and people and is it, stuff. Is it finally my turn? Yeah, we lived through turn. the wall of text. Hey, man, I cut half of that shit out, so you have no room, man. Oh, no God. room. Oh, she actually okay. crashed Come on. the whole entire Google Docs when she put up her last <laughs> one, so she had to so, cut it down. I think that the scorecards thing is just, like, bullshit justification for them doing shit that they knew people weren't going to like. If that was true, though, would they put on there their failures, even though they thought that it wasn't going to fail? Because they, they kind of did that, you know? They're they like, we thought this would be amazing, <laughs> but it actually was shit. But like, what yeah, were the failures that, way that they took down? You. I don't know. Which leads Bye, into my Lee. second point. I like him a lot uh, like Lee. I barely watched it. Later, dude. Because I clicked on it. Like, I clicked on it the day that I got the show notes, and then I saw that it was an hour long. I was like, I don't really defense, have time. You could listen to it at two times. That's what I did the second time. Oh, see, I, I didn't like, know that. I watched like half of it. I got it was like the Micro Machines guy. It was totally, it was the Chipmunks. It was. I got about as far as the like scorecard for cross server stuff. I think. And I was just like, you know what, I'm over Well, that's it. why I made such a wall of Texas, because I knew some of you guys didn't have the attention span to watch it. So well, I, I was I'd playing Overwatch hit. as it was going. I was just listening to it. Yeah, that's why Because you don't I need to watch that. Like, it was just two dudes at a podium. Well, yeah, you didn't need to watch it. I did only because I was taking more in-depth notes. So I could share it with our listeners, because that's what the podcast is about. is informing our listenership, not not being bored. That's, All right. Well, addressing addressing the whole sheep thing, I have yet to see a sheep. I am convinced they are not. I have not seen until one I see proof. Until I see hard physical proof that they. They're are only sheep. on the. They're not on the center. If you're looking for them there, I'm not on the center. Yeah, on the I have island. not seen them. I, I've I'm, seen one. I have I've not seen, seen one. I can tell you where to find them on the island if you want. I've not I'm seen dead a serious. Single sheep. You know what, okay. if somebody walks a tamed sheep into my base, I'll believe it then, but until then, I refuse to admit that they're in the game. Because I haven't seen a single one. If you go I to the, uh, the, the North Shore, the furthest east snow mountain has them around the base and the top. That's exactly I where I saw I am around there all the time. I don't see I don't... them. Well, they also die really easily. That's you what I was going to say. Why like... did they put them in an area where they're just kebabs? I don't... 
It's so yeah. weird. It's like put them where there's like they're not gonna get murdered the minute they. Put them on the first Ovis pickle accidentally piked with his pike, and we were pissed. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then, yeah, I think uh, I think tech tier is dumb. Honestly, I think, I think it's kind of stupid. Why I mean, I've used it. Way? I've used it now. I think I think it's kind of stupid. Share us why. Tell us why. Well, this is a personal thing that I do, but I am constantly shooting myself up into the sky trying <laughs> to play the game. Like I'll try to get on my Manticore on the Extinction Core server. Next thing I know, I'm forty feet above it. <laughs> I I use it for building now. I use it for everything. Like I never take my tech tier off. Yeah, and I just I literally made it because I was like, well, you know what? I've tamed all of these bosses. There's no dragons spawning on the server. Might as well make gear. Had that done in the night. So it was just like, eh, yeah, but that not was not a big deal mod, for me, dude. <laughs> I like the tech rifle though. I like that. I like I like not having to reload. That's nice. All right, are you gonna rock wrap it up and hand it over to Mister Foe? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm pretty much done. All right, Foe, what do you what do you got for us? That Basically, we <laughs> yeah, I've been talking my piece during everybody's yeah. other comments. Um, yeah, I watched it. I mean, I, I mean, I was listening to it. I uh, was playing some Overwatch as I was letting it play in the background and. You know, like like I said before, just a lot of the stuff they were saying, I already heard before. You know, I have I've heard it, I've read it, um, the whole scorecard thing. I I, I kind of, you know, I kind of knew it all. There was nothing really that was like surprisingly new to me. I kind of had a feeling this is how they were doing it. I said in, in the past this same exact thing. So, um. But it was nice that they put it out there so, like, everybody knows. And, like, everybody right. could just, you know, this is how we do things. This is what it's all about. And um, that was that. Yeah, I think that's... I think when I when I thought that we should watch this, it's because we are... We are a form of media that people... Yeah, definitely. People listen to us to learn about the game. So I think some people approached it, approached it like, Oh, I already knew it. It's so boring. Well, then get off the podcast because your job is to be like a podcaster and to share information and intel to those that don't know it. You know what, what, if, what I mean? What it if the like, newscasters it wasn't did a, that? I know. I mean, could you <laughs> like, imagine that? They, I read oh, this already, okay? I already knew... <laughs> Tommy got robbed on Main Street. I ain't fuck talking about it. I already knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's not why we're podcasting. We're podcasting to share. So I think it's really good. That's why I thought this would be a good idea. Because no matter if we've heard it, thought it, did it, read it, it's nice to share it. Because people, you know, we have thousands of people that listen to us a day that don't know this stuff and we're their one stop shop for information with ARC when they don't have time to sit down and read I did like and watch that. YouTube videos and all that shit. I did know? like that they addressed Sheepgate. You know I, agree. I was happy that they did that. Like they tell you said they don't they tried to give their defense of why they did it. I mean I understand why they did it. They took it as kind of like a joke. It just came off wrong. That's yes. all Yes. And did you notice that when you watched it they the one thing I can say is, is that they're, I could say about like Jesse and Jeremy is they're not approaching these topics like we don't make mistakes. 
we know everything, we're elitist, this. They actually They were kind put, of laughing at themselves. They were laughing you know? at themselves. They think exactly. Yeah, and, and did you notice they put the quotes, the most craziest quotes about those things from um, the actual Steam things? They put in there when people said, you effing morons, what did you do? Like, they put that at the start of every one of their their slides was the craziest quote and they chuckled at exactly. it you know what i mean and i thought that to me i'm big on people being self-aware you can be an asshole i love it when you go i'm an asshole i hate the people who don't they go through life thinking they're not no the but assholes. they you know also I mean? I like that, that they actually that they funny. but they also did that to like radiate the, their point because every time they posted whenever they showed the you know comments where people getting mad and cursing they immediately follow, followed that up with how they didn't lose anybody playing the game and yeah, that people are still playing, even though you're saying this, and which is a little, I, I, it is like a, you know, you're basically coming at everybody um, in a way where it's like maybe next time people know now that you care about people playing, so now the next time instead of me coming on here then they won't and cursing in. at you, I just won't load in. Because that yeah. is what you're going to go by. So now I know what I got to do to show you That's that I'm upset. good point, Foe. That's a good point. That won't though, happen. Be fair, though, the majority of people aren't going to have seen our presence. Sure. I couldn't hear you. Your microphone might... The, most people aren't going to have seen that presentation, so they're talking to the developers and saying, don't get down on the feedback, take a look at your numbers. I get that from a development standpoint. I mean, well, but they won't. A lot. Most people won't watch that presentation. But there's plenty of people like us and other resources that take the important tidbits out. Yeah. And that's what the masses read. Yeah. So they might, you know, I said that. You know, I'm sure there's going to be other game informers and game and IGNs and stuff like that that will take the same, the same take that I took out of it. And like that's what they'll post. You know, and then. The masses, that's what they'll read. They might not sit there and watch that whole news report, but they'll read the little bits and pieces. Right. Yep. And I and I think just whenever you put yourself out there, especially on the internet, like even them as being gamers, you will get that ridicule. And it is important to laugh it off. And it is important to make your point immediately after. You know what I mean? I had to do that this week. I know what it feels like to have somebody shoot an arrow at you, you take the arrow, you bend it into something you want, and you fling it back. You have to do that. And that's part of life. That's part of this. And they're no different. You know, they get it at such a larger scale, you know. So it's important that they take those comments, they read them, but they don't take them to heart. You know, and I thought that was funny because it was a nice lighthearted way to approach it. And it was very comical that they put it right up front before they headed into the into that next chapter. So, yeah, that was, I liked the video. I, I thought I, I walked away with a lot more thoughts and stuff, good and bad and some insight. So I hope our listeners like our our feedback we gave on it. And, and then you can actually click on the link and watch it yourself or listen. And like I said, you can speed them up and listen to it at two times. And that makes it go really fast. And that's what I did. It makes it yeah. go and buy in half an hour. It does. <laughs> that's what I did. So it's still gonna... thirty minutes of nerds talking about a game they made. And we're all nerds. Dude, it's a... we're yeah, nerds we're... that meet up we're every fucking week to talk about, about a game we play. <laughs> Jeez, yes, that, that's, that was off. the joke. 
That, that was the joke, Esme. Oh, see, that was I the wasn't joke. I was picking up on it. I wasn't picking up on it. I don't think Prometheus... Oh, no, trust me. I'm, trust me. I'm going full rant we next are. segment. We all have arc boners every time we get on the show. So here we go. All right, Gigabyte. You got to start with your tip. Okay, so I was going to talk about how easy it is to tame bosses once you get a boss, but something happened this morning that I thought was much more worthy of a story. So, I'm on, I'm on the Discord, right? I didn't plan on getting on ARC today. I really didn't. But, freaking Faloon in Discord talks about the 95 dragon he found, and I'm sitting there thinking, hmm... I want a dragon, and if I don't get this 95 dragon, Full Metal will get this 95 dragon. And so I get on, game crashes three times. Eventually, get in the game, hop on my manticore, meet Faloon where the dragon is, crash again, have to reload while Faloon is getting chomped down by this dragon. Apparently it's doing like 6,000 damage a hit. So I get back in, run over over to where Faloon is currently getting the dragon. Knock the dragon out. Nearly have it wake up on me. Manage to hit it with an arrow that refills the torpor bar. Run up to it. Put my saddle in it. Only to have it instead not tame. Stay knocked out. Wake up. And proceed to just start shooting fire everywhere and Faloon had to kill it. And it ate my saddle. But I mean, Floon was nice enough because he was there, witnessed the whole thing, so he knows it was obviously right. some weird glitch. So I got the saddle back. So I mean, I'm a diaper baby. Uh, you know what? <laughs> let's let's have you let's have you go through the whole process of taming a dragon, only for it to say "fuck you" and get up. Oh, it's a Gamimus! Oh God. Yeah, I don't know if that was a sound bitter if something actually that's said a that. Real, that's Willactron saying that a while back, but that is definitely uh, worthy of an enrage. Me. That is potato definitely funny, damn it. Okay, yeah, it was Prometheus. Just, it was fuck. Sorry. <laughs> that is definitely worthy of uh, an enraged. <laughs> so, we will have to Like, I did this. all the work. I did it all. I knocked it out and everything. But no, I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, that's why we have that the Ark giveth and the Ark taketh the Discord channel. Welcome to I never even tamed it. I know. We will fix. We will, you'll get another chance because uh, you guys were talking about you didn't know if it was meant to be tamed or not. So now that yeah. we know, Faloon was watching you. I find no reason why you can't relive your your Groundhog Day. Can't like what threw me off? Shit. What threw me off is I put the saddle in, and then I looked, and it said put item in, put item in inventory to tame it. I was like, do you need something else now? This is My just your thing, though. What ha tell tell everybody what happened the first time you made your tech gear? You were so excited. Oh you yeah, spent hours working this on so getting funny. this tech. Gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm making the tech gear, <laughs> and I'm just goofing off at this point flying around, and I decided to fly up to the top of the world and drop all the way down with one of the fist smashes. I guess I didn't notice I passed the world barrier, <laughs> because I eventually just died. And so I go to the, use the tombstone to get all my gear back. Nope, didn't work. 
Full set of prime tech armor plus a tech rifle plus the like 150 element and the dragon saddle I had just made. All gone. So awesome. <laughs> All because apparently the world ceiling doesn't work if you're in tech armor. Yeah, apparently not. And apparently the the um the mod with the tombstone does not gather your shit when you die outside of the world. Yeah, I've read about that though. Apparently like world. if something Yeah, apparently if something goes outside of the world it like deletes your body and doesn't yeah. actually leave one or something. He was not so on the upside, camper. maybe if you ex on the upside, maybe if you explain the whole world thing, you'll get some money out of it. Yeah. Work. So yeah, you, he's had a rough week. He's had a rough week. All right, Yogi, what's your your tip? All right, or so tale? I know I complained it against last time um, on our rated extra that I couldn't figure out the admin stuff for PS4. So luckily, little quick shout out to Kamikaze. He found out. Kamikaze. Uh, yeah, buddy. Um. All you had to do is type in the front admin cheat. Couldn't do it any other way. You had to type that in. It was like, Aww. really? I couldn't find that anywhere. So for any person that's hosting a dedicated player um, server on PS4, just use in your admin command admin cheat and then anything else that follows. Dun, dun, dun. That's a good punching trees tip, especially for people who are buying this game on PS4 and thinking they want to host a server and then getting in there and being like, why can't I do anything amazing? Yes, it's very frustrating. So use an admin cheat. Right on. Well, our next tip, we got one called in from Bobbert. Here we go. Oh, my name is Bobbert, and I got a tip. My name is Bobbert, and I got a tip. Here it is, here it is. <laughs> hey, uh, Rated Ark listeners, this here is Bobbert. And uh, I talked to Esme, and uh, she said it was okay if I send in a little ditty and, uh, for your tip time, you know, uh... Fo always talks about his tip, and I figured I might share my tip too. Then I got some tip, tip jealousy going on. So um, here's my tip, ladies and gentlemen. Hold up, hold on. My my damn dog won't shut up. Shut up! Stop barking at the damn dog. So I say it's my dog, but it's only my dilo. It's all I can tame around here. I just started a new uh, server, so I uh, started a new base on a PvP server, trying some uh, no offline raid protection because Bobbert don't like rebuilding his shit. So I'm gonna let you know how that goes in my full science. Anyways, uh, my tip has something to do with my belly and it sure as hell isn't the delicacies on the island because I'm a sucky cook. Bobbert is not a good cook. But what I am good at is hitting my belly. Lo, I'm, I'm a new guy on the server and I just wanted to give a punching trees tip. Don't be afraid to hit your X key. I don't know what it is on console players, but uh, if you play on a PC, 
And then you got your default keys. Hit that X key if you see a dino bigger than you, badder than you, and you can't take them, you're not geared, you ain't got the weapons you need. Hit that X key, hit that, hit that ground, hide in the tallest grasses. Save my life today. I was strolling out back looking for supplies. And there was a pack of raptors up ahead of me. And I thought, sure as hell, those raptors saw me. They didn't see me. Old Bobbert hit his belt. Hit, ran my tip right into the damn ground. But I saved my life, man. I saved my life. So uh, don't be afraid to be afraid. That's Bobbert's tip. I hope you liked it. Bobbert's tip. Bye. All right, so thank you, Bobbert, for sending that in. That's a great tip. We're going to move on to Teddy. Teddy has a tip or tale. What is it, Teddy? Find yourself a night owl to play with. My wife is currently, right now, as I'm doing this podcast, um, raising our first quets from Yeah, so she's a night owl. I'm a morning person, so I'm going to get to go to bed. She's going to finish or get through the first eight hours or whatever, 12 hours, and on spring break so oh. yeah I'm, okay it so. cut out but yeah no find yourself a night owl to play with so that you can trade each other off and life will be good um as for bobbert's tip it's also x on xbox if you to hit the prone position it's x. Ooh, good to know teddy i'll let bobbert know that i'm sure he would like to know yeah, the uh awesome. prone position is game. not the xbox teddy it's it the not? right thumbstick Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's, yeah. A86. Good catch. <laughs> He's awake. <laughs> He's away, yay. Well, I just don't want you to go in there, like, you know, True. punch an axe at your baby quets or something and kill it all. I don't know. Right. <laughs> no, oh, good. gosh. That would be hilarious. <laughs> but not. But not. Okay, um, so, yeah, that's awesome, Teddy. We give a shout-out to Miss Teddy. Hey, hey, Miss Teddy. And that's really cool, and you're a lucky man to have uh, someone to share your arc time with and have it be your wife. That's that's even more badass. <clears throat> All right, 86, what do you got for us? All right, so, well, on, on PvP specifically, uh, finding the right server is key. And uh, especially unofficial as well, you know, and, and I oftentimes in Discord, I see members of the gaming group complaining about PvP servers. Uh, you know, Reddit is full of people complaining about servers and all the other forums as well. And the, the, the big thing for me is server research. You know, before you decide to set up on a server need to research that server if that's going to be where you're at. When you're first starting a character and you first start to play, it's not exactly important because you could transfer that character somewhere else. But as a, a tribe, for us, when we set up on our uh, center map that we're on, um, we really wanted to look for a place where we could do a lot of breeding. And it was extremely important to us that we found a spot where we'd be halfway safe doing that. Because it's not like we wanted something where there was no PvP at all, but we just we wanted something where we'd be semi-secure set up 
and, and not have the alpha just wipe us immediately. And so I went on Reddit and I posted exactly what we wanted to do. I'm, we're looking for a center map with uh, a PvP center map with, you know, enough security that we could do breeding. And I got like seven or eight comments about, you know, hey, come check out this server. Come check out my unofficial dedicated server. And I got one private message from a guy that said, hey, we're the alpha over on this server. When you get here, let us know. And since then, I, I did some other research as well. Um, when he told me his server number, I started doing Reddit searches to find out Hey, does this server come up as a trolley server or anything? Ooh. And I searched survivethearc.com for their server number. And no matter what I did when I was searching our server number, I came up with no results, which was excellent. And so we, uh, when we got set up, we, we might have had a couple of skirmishes, and we've, we've been picked up by the average... You know, server troll every once in a while. You'll be out on the beaver and somebody will decide to pick you and drop you on off a cliff somewhere. But other than that, it's it's been very, very safe and secure on our server. And the uh, right now, currently, we have about eight different birds. We got some tapajaras, some, uh, some argies, and some pterodons that, that are all being bred, and the bears, we should have about six or seven bears pop out here in the next ten minutes, and a couple of beavers as well. And the, my point being is that if you research what you're looking for, if you want hate hardcore PvP all the time, you can research that as well, you know? And it's, it, to me, when, when people are asking for how do you find a server, it's, it's know your Googles. Know your Googles. That's it. Yeah, okay. know the Googles. <laughs> or just go into server chat and see, like, if somebody's complaining about being raided for the fourth oh, time dude, in they, a row. Our, our alpha will never give straight answers in server chat. Like, I, like, people come in asking, like, you know, is this a safe server? And the, their immediate response is, where are you building? We're going to come at you. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, so it seems I straightforward to me. Well, right, but that's that's not the server. That's not how it is. It, it's it's actually quite peaceful, but in reality, their immediate response is violence. My favorite people are the people who come into a PvP server and immediately ask, "Who's Alpha?" Like, you know what? Stop those people. Stomp them in. We the we had a really interesting conversation with that earlier because I was we were in a party with the with the Alpha talking, and I see a guy come online. Who's Alpha? We want to we talk to them. We found a bird from this server on one of our servers and it belonged to a troll. And he said, we don't have an Alpha. Do you want to be the Alpha? We'll take a vote. And he's like, if, if we want to make regulars the new server Alpha, say I. And like 12 different tribes scrolled by saying I. <laughs> but I don't know. To my, it's, sorry, I got a bit off topic there, but like the, the, I guess what I was trying to say is like the, especially with this game, you know, it's finding the server where you want to set up is key. And I think with the 
with Reddit especially, like I I use Reddit all the time for this game, even more than than Twitter or anything else. You know, even my dumb questions that I have, like I was searching all over Reddit today for uh, trying to block death worms in the dunes, and the being able to search in this game is key. Search the internet, I mean, for for getting the information you need. Yeah, I, I agree. Definitely, it. it it um pans out you'll have a better experience if you do your research and you don't just throw caution to the wind and hop in obviously that wouldn't be so bad if it was pve but pvp you really want to kind of get a vibe get a vibe for that server i think that that can expand out to a lot of games too where, where there's servers where it's a server-based game too definitely take that information and that tip into other games you play too is research those servers i find that helpful when i played warcraft to research servers too so it's very handy are we moving on oh yeah no i'm, all, I'm all good oh, i didn't want to... okay it was like crickets i'm like nobody has anything okay um we do have a new segment we were gonna try out um it's uh prometheus's brain brainy child his baby um we were thinking about because we're a gaming group hosted podcast um he and i were talking about it we thought it might be cool he wanted to kind of cover some of the mods that we have on our server that's why i moved it to the end of the show towards the end um because we are a gaming group hosted podcast and a lot of our listeners do play with us too um we thought we'd he's named it Triblog, and he made a cool intro for it and it's just to kind of highlight if we want to talk about something that's specifically happening on our server or one of our servers, a change or something, or even he's added in um, the Extinction Core uh, patch notes because we do have a lot of our players that are playing on that. So that's kind of, it's our podcast, we're hosting it. It's our place to kind of spotlight our shenanigans. And this is a great place for um, uh, the Xbox tribes and PlayStation stuff too for you guys in the future, if you have something that you want to get out to your members or, you know, this is the place that you can do that, too. Yeah, buddy. But uh, here is his new intro. If I were... Oh, here we are. So I wanted to just cover some uh, some highlights on the Extinction Core mod um, patch notes. So in the future, we hope to get some some stories. You'll you'll hear some some cool tidbits from things that are happening. But um, uh, this week we got the, just the patch notes. So the highlights are you know they fixed a dismount problem and now it works as intended. Uh, they fi- they increased the torpor amount on of most of the ranged uh, ammunition, uh, fixed ongoing reliable buffer overflow error, fixed a blue screen of death, uh, black screen of disconnect <laughs> in this case, um, fixed the primordial matrix from appearing as a requirement uh, originator, 
fixed of tame boss creatures can be targeted as turrets again, originally as intended. Fixed die coloring appearing as silver. Uh, fixed the dialo, the alpha dialo torpor projectile. Fixed prime dung beetle torpor projectile. Fixed the winter scion textures and fixed the drop category. Okay. Well then. What? Was that? It disappeared. Oh. There we go. <laughs> yeah, it's back. <laughs> um, I guess the last ones are fixed the essence drop uh, category index of bosses. Oh, mansion- I wondered why you were reading that. That's the stuff I said not to read. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't think we need to know all of the stuff they fixed. <laughs> I thought that's, that's what you only wanted no, me to I read. Highlight, no, yeah, I said, I don't think we really need them read the 9 million fixes, but you might want to mention that they are in the show notes. And then <laughs> you said, what? so I said, I highlighted what I was talking about in orange. Like, don't read the shit. I put in orange and you're like only reading the stuff I put in orange. I'm like, what is going on? He's reading Oops. all this boring, weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess we can call this one a I got a new sound effect. The dodo poop. (laughs) No, you're fine. It's that's how you. (laughs) It's yeah. You're you're covering the PC mod extinction core patch notes that you know just to give the the people who are on servers with that and because it's on our main server, um, some of the stuff that they had worked on. So that's that's what that was intended to be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was just saying they don't need to, you know. Understood. Know. Understood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next time we we get it next time. That's all. Very nice. So what they did do, you could just say like you know they did it. They have multiple updates for the March twenty fourth. Um, that they've been making balance adjustments, and then on March 23rd, they added in um, more dino balance adjustments and deities and, and all that there. And they added the Alpha Thiacolio and the new Prime Mycoraptor. You know, so. Yeah. You can carry on with that stuff, but yeah. We'll try again. We'll try again. <laughs> oh, they, what? They added Rainbow Pact. Oh, they added Rainbow Pact to Tech, tri- tech Tribesmen. All kinds of crazy stuff. We'll work on it, everybody. We'll work on it. <laughs> I like the intro, right. though, dude. You did great. <laughs> Thank you. What's the deal with the intro? What are what's you talking about? What's the deal? Like, what's the story? What's 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 the reasoning? Oh, <laughs> because we're on Extinction Core, and he's mentioning that they're being attacked. By the white tribesmen. By the white relevant. tribesmen. <laughs> but we curb stomp white tribesmen. Oh, mm, maybe. Oh, get you're out of here. Good lord. It's like I stopped being scared of things you're a like long the, time you're ago. You're like the annoying person you take on a really badass trip and you're like, meh. Meh. <sighs> Hawaii was okay. I know. Yeah, this okay. Everything's just okay. That yeah. golden, you know, cart we flew uh, in to the moon. Eh. <sighs> yeah, that's you. Yeah, that's you. Here we go. Oh, whatever. <laughs> It's true, man. It's holy time. Pack up all the dinos and head out into the real world. It's holy time. You don't have to go home, but you can stay here. I don't want to have to walk right now. I don't want.
but it's closing time. The rated artist ready to pull the plug. All right, what are your last calls? Yogi, you got one. Yeah, I just wanted to throw in that. Don't forget that PS4 server that we got up and running now that we're started on Scorch Earth. So go over to our Nuck page, which I'll post in our show notes, how to join. Come and join us on our Scorch Earth. We're having a blast. Especially now that you know how to do your admin cheats. Yeah, so pretty soon we'll have all kinds of fun games and yeah. events to come. Made it even better. Dun, dun, dun. And like always, you can join the gaming group. Um, you can, The easiest way is to go to ratedark.podbean.com and click the little little thingies there. We have a center server that's private, password protected, owned by Lee, that's center and has Tabula Raza and castles and keeps and all that jazz. And then we have our, um, our seasonal PVE. It's no longer, we're not doing PVP weekends on it right now because we, we underestimated the power of the the tribe people being able to attack you wherever you go. So it's kind of like we have our own PVP right now. So um, we will be uh, voting on our new seasons coming up. Um, we're going to be polling, um, putting it out there for our CRR members to give them opportunities to uh, take a part in that. So keep your ears and eyes and all that stuff open. And, um, oh yeah, and then Luminin's not here, but Iron just mentioned in tribe chat, loving Luminin's daddy, very quiet. Um, he, Luminin has, uh, started up, I don't know, he has not given any information contact-wise, so Luminin, if you're listening to this, get your shit together, put that up on the forum so people know how to find you. But he has an Xbox server now that he is running, so... Um, if we have some Xbox peeps that want to uh, check that out, Luminin is the man to get a hold of. So head on in that direction. But like I was saying, if you want to join us at all, it's ratedark.podbean.com. There's a little clicky thing on the side and all that jazz. So, um, yeah, I think we're moving into Would You Rather. Does anybody have any last calls, any last things you want to throw in? Uh, just a shout out to all the guys on Xbox. And if you want to join us on official, uh, you know, you're more than welcome to. Uh, we got uh, we got plenty of room, and and Tickle Shits says he needs more active tribe members. That's right. That that's a good shout out there. Hello, Tickle Shits. I love the name. The name's awesome. Yeah. Are you calling Chuck Norris a liar? Would you rather? <laughs> oh, it's a humdinger. Oh wow. Would you rather? Holy what? Ding. Oh my god! Oh my god! That would be so weird. No, let's not go there. Why did I ask this? Oh would my goodness! Rather? No. Would you rather? Would you rather? Bing. All right, Gigabyte. Oh, am I the only one that has one? I know. Yeah. I'm such a yeah. letdown. I put the few, only one. Normally, like people pile them on. I thought, hey, you know, but we're doing. We we're have doing really decent one, on time. two, three. Or five other people in the show besides me, and only one would you rather. That's crazy. I'm sure well, I'll dig one up then. I'm sure I could do one up. I'm not a big Are you falling asleep like Lee? Lee did? Negative. Okay. okay All right, I got take one. it away. I don't need no made amusal to stay awake. <laughs> well, I'll prove it. <sighs> would you rather have a side soup or a side salad? 
but that's that's I it. I have a side soup. Nothing disgusting this week. Just oh, a side soup boring. or a side salad. Jeez. It depends I on what I'm eating. Not as made fine. Do you want me to make it nasty? <laughs> no. Okay. Would you rather have a side soup, soup where the broth is made of cow piss or a oh, side salad where all the leaves are pressed soup. pieces of shit? Are you, you happy? Did this. You did that on purpose, didn't you? Is it is it nasty enough for you now? No, I wasn't. Like we said earlier, nasty. man, people aren't happy unless there's travesty. Are scorpions <laughs> ripping out your anus like last time? Soup. Is this is. where you want me to take it? No, you're putting all these words in my mouth. This is apparently where you want to take it. No, I just wanted to ask, who likes a side soup? Who likes a side salad? Okay. All I wanted to know. Oh, soup it is. I'll do soup. It's just ironic that one our our feedback at the very beginning of the show was how funny our would you rather's is, and now we're just talking about soup and salad. Wah, wah. Wah, well, you wah. know what? I couldn't come up with anything gross enough this week. Are you? You don't have to. It doesn't have to be gross. I threw up it this morning. I'm a little sick. <laughs> Cut me some slack. I think we need to get you in the hugging room. I'm, I'm sensing a little disruption in the force. I'm just tired. Yeah, it's. I could tell. I could tell. Everybody turns into a Debbie Downer when they're tired. <laughs> but yeah, soup. Worst would you rather ever. I know, right? Oh, all right, all right. You know, you know what? You know what? Fine. Fine. If this is what <laughs> you people want. Nah, nah, you can't talk shit about my perfectly innocent <laughs> would you rather and then that not give me a That's chance. Not That's just boring. <laughs> Alright, fine, Esme. I'm gonna gross you. I'm gonna make you vomit live on podcast. It could be funny. Be creative and do some humor. Nope. Anybody no, I'm gonna go more gross out. Anybody can be gross, but can you be funny? No. That's where the real talent is being funny. So, no, I got one now. I got one. Go ahead. I'm gonna go, go Lost Boys. I'm gonna go Lost Boys on everybody. Good. Step aside. All right. The foe's taking this. Would you case. rather order Chinese food and when you get it, you have to eat one of these two things? Lo mein or rice. But just like in Lost Boys, the lo mein is earthworms and the rice is a container of maggots. Ugh. Gotta eat what you, yet you have to man. consume but the I'll whole do the worms. I'll do the worms. Maggots. This is what would you rather supposed to be. It's supposed to the, really make Maggots you think. are much terrible. Oh. I heard the maggots are good protein. Oh, I don't I, care. I don't know. The worms, the worms slide down. The maggots want to go for walks in your mouth. How would you know? They have little pointy I'm feet. I'm just imagining <laughs> it. Plus, have you ever watched Lost Boys? Probably not. You could see it. Like, it shows you what they're doing in the little Chinese container. Ugh. <laughs> the worms, definitely. Are they at least seasoned? Is it... <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> is it cooked like lo mein? Or we is have just... some salt and pepper. <laughs> right? Yeah, we spice it up, kick it up a, a notch, A bit of you know? seasonal salt. Yeah, something. <laughs> I'll go for the worms. Some mod it. We're modding it. Yeah, I think the worms might be good because they should slide down easy. I think the maggots are... There's just... I don't know. Maggots... It's like they're gonna grow into something else. Like you're gonna turn into the movie The Fly or something. Actually, the stomach acid will kill them. They have little hard heads and stuff. Like the worms. 
the worms are just gonna be, you know, it's at least the same consistency all the way through. Yeah, I think Maybe, the worms you won't really have to chew them either. Like the maggots will get like caught. They're not. Uh, is it cooked or are they they lot? You said they're alive, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're alive. Live worms, live maggots. You ever see the Lost Boys? Ah, uh, I can't say that I have recently. I certainly don't remember it. Well, you know, there's that part in the movie where. They're all eating Chinese food and he's with the vampires and he thinks he thinks that they're eating worms and maggots, but he was like seeing things. I gotcha. But yeah, if they cook the worms like or they at least put them in the lo mein sauce and stuff, I go with the worms. That might actually be good. No. <laughs> yeah, still thinking the worms. It's gotta be like the lost boys, man. The variety is a spice of life. You need a little bit of both, right? <laughs> you would pick both? Oh no, no! I, yeah, oh, no. What I, I, are you picking? I, Boy Scouts. When I was a kid, I already ate worms. That, that's no big deal. Yeah, worms. Yeah, I'm going worms too. I can't do maggots. Yeah, maggots are just nasty. Maggot. You know what? If you Ever had some sort I've of seen... stomach ulcer and like the maggots just move in and start eating that thing, man, and start multiplying down there, that'd be gross. You know, ever since I seen, I, I had a friend, he had a pet turtle. And he was like, oh, my turtle's so cool. And like, he would look at the turtle and he was like a turtle. It'd be moving slightly, slightly. And it came to do where the turtle's been dead for weeks. And the movement was maggots inside its body. Moving oh, around. And eventually, like the side of the turtle's neck ripped open and like maggots were just pouring Ew. out of it. Ew. That's nasty. Ew. Yeah, that is That's nasty. nasty. So nasty. Alright. Would you rather have a genitalia, whether a man or a woman's, on your forehead? Or would you rather have a face on your genitalia? <laughs> oh, this is so easy. For me. Yes, this is this is ridiculously easy. Is this? Yeah, you're not and a man. You, that's and why. If you tell me one, well, like, oh. <laughs> so, would you rather have the opposite gender's genitalia? On the you top on your of forehead, your forehead, on your forehead, like in the middle of your <laughs> forehead. I can't have the opposite <laughs> gender's thing because I'd be treating that shit like a freaking oh. purse, like a coin purse. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my. I was just gonna say, oh yeah, you don't so, understand. Again, so like, you're not a man. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. So. I would, yeah, but now I'm thinking of like boob sweat when people like put when you always hear people complain about where you stuck your money, you know, and the people like some women keep their money. I could now you just said coin purse and people be like, ooh, <laughs> you're like your money won't be sweaty anymore. It'll be something else. And that's just nasty. I don't like your coin purse idea. Folks. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll so, be treating that thing like coin purse. I'm talking so right now. I guess back to your own genitalia. Would you walk around with a with a unit on your forehead? Of course. Well, I guess I could be known as <laughs> Unicorn Jim. Yeah, that, that's a talking point right there. But a face on my 
trying to tell you. I know, these that's things. what I'm saying. See, Does it talk to you? Hilarious? It's a face. Like, it's everything your face can do, it can do, because it's a face. Could you imagine be, fighting like You would those be the little... richest person on earth. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine all I could picture with those little dino glasses that we have in our canadian? <laughs> Put it on the little face that's on your, your, your penis. That would your be hilarious. Your Stuart Little. Yeah, your little, your little, your twig to your berry. Yeah, it's like right. That would be hilarious. <sighs> like puppet shows would be that much more interesting. Like everybody would have puppet shows. <laughs> Just brushing it across your face like you do your bangs all the time to try and get it out of your eyes. Wait, is it an any or an Audi? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh dear god! Yeah, yeah. So hoping it's a sweaty, damp Audi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, no. But you could like you could dress is it, it like, on a match. Is it like what you're wearing? Is it like is it like roast beef? Thick I roast don't beef. Know. Ugh. <laughs> I'm just wondering if you could, oh, like, easy. you would color coordinate your outfits. Um, you'd be like, I didn't know you were wearing that. I totally was wearing that, too. Like, people... I think you're from the girl, girl point of view, but... What, like, if your hands were full, you wouldn't really have to, like, drop anything to punch numbers into the elevator. You just use that. Why? You just punch the numbers into that. You could dial phones with it while you're driving. You could it's just... sensitive, Esme. Come on. Oh. What if you... It's like a thimble. Why can't you put, like, a thimble hat on it? Like you would your fingers when you're sewing or something. Bye, teddy bear! You could put, like, a thimble on it and use it. Hey, they make those gloves for smartphone detection. I bet they could have something like that. I'm pretty sure it already works with a smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I've seen people use their and tip as, like, the way to unlock their phone. <laughs> <laughs> Iron, Iron One says that uh, he would definitely choose a face. He would definitely choose the face. So, <laughs> so nobody... So he wants a face on his twig and berries. He wants a little talking face down there. Jazzy, what do you want? We'll let the... Let, let yeah, the... Jazzy, what do you want, Jazzy? Chat room, what do you guys want? Oh, we forgot. We didn't even add in Annihilus's. Um, he said he would take, or he or she said they would take the worms. We're slacking on our Twitch chat uh, participation there. Jaz yeah, what does Jazzy? Oh, J Jazzy wants a face down in the nether regions. That would be funny. <laughs> like, how would they breathe, though? Would you have to have, like, an air hole or a gas mask, like, some sort of a gas mask or an uh, oxygen tank? Now your crotch has lungs as well? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I didn't God. Know. Oh, that would be... Maybe it's, like... I don't know. You'd have to buy double the gum. Because you don't want your face down there having bad breath. Double the pleasure? <laughs> Annihilus said, if you go with the face, wouldn't it smother when you throw on some protection? Good point. Hmm. All the reason hmm. why you wouldn't use it, I guess? If it has a face, you could tell them to keep its mouth closed when the oh, time comes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> open it up. Be a team player. Or, you know, swallow it. Swallow. Oh my god. Keep eye contact. Keep eye contact. <laughs> Ha 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 
I just think it'd be hilarious. Oh god, that was crazy. That's so Ask me for the win. The um, best would you rather? There you go. <laughs> I would oh, give right. a gum and have it blow bubbles. I know, so cool. right? I thinking, I'm thinking you might be able to make this work. That's hmm. why I said you'd be the richest person on earth. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then you have, yeah. Think about the mustache ride you could give with <laughs> genitalia oh. on your forehead. Oh God. Huh. Hmm. Gotta take it there. There. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I just till I still can't stop picturing those little dino glasses on them. I just think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <sighs> I would make an Etsy shop, oh, that little handmade shop, and like knit outfits for the forehead genitalias of the world. <laughs> little where's Waldo outfits? That'd be awesome. Little black, little white and red sweaters. In case you lost it, in case you couldn't find it, you know. It's a thing. All right, so did everybody pick? What'd you guys pick? Oh, you wanted the, the forehead genitalia? No, I'm going oh. face. I'm going face on your genitalia. <laughs> you want a face on your genitalia? What did yeah. you, could you, can you perform with another? Like, what if you, what if you went to go visiting down south and you had like this, this face watching you the whole time, like scowling at you. Maybe it doesn't want you down there. And it's like shit talking you the whole time. Get out of there. Like, it's like. <laughs> oh, that's not what he would be doing. Uh, you don't know. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it has a mind of its own. Maybe it's like I don't want you. Hey, to hey, hey! Mind. You're trying to change the. <laughs> <here. laughs> maybe it just whistles the same annoying song like the whole time, and it breaks. It's your like a conjoined twin now. Yeah, Is that what it's like doing? a literal cock blocker. Like it would. Ugh. Yeah, it's totally blocking you. That it could that happen. would be. You just made like. The next, like, uh, cartoon <laughs> swim cartoon there, I think. <laughs> That's like the built-in chastity belt. Everybody... <laughs> Unreal. Or have, like... Yeah, never mind. <laughs> can keep going on that. Yeah, so, um, Foe, you said you were going to have the face... Yeah, I'm going face. I'm going face. I'm going to you. <laughs> yeah, that's me too. Look what I just oh, found. Jazzy said that would be horrible going to the bathroom. Oh, yay. Oh, yeah, we would have to go to the bathroom out of our foreheads. That would be kind of, hmm. That would be <laughs> awful. Yeah, I think I just swapped to the face. I was leaning into the forehead genitalia, but I think I'm going to have a face because I really don't feel like. No. Wait, so we it just it goes up to the forehead? I thought we got two. What do you mean? <laughs> You get you have both like, like you have two. But if you have okay. to pee, you're gonna have to pee twice, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Small price to pay for double the man. It'd be easier for a man's genitalia just like peeing whenever. But like a chair, like I would literally have to put <laughs> my head over a toilet to pee. You know that would be awful. Hey, you, I guess there are sinks. You know you could always pretend like you're. <laughs> Right. You drink enough, and you're used to having your face over a toilet anyway. Mmm, I don't know. That's F you drink enough. I don't know. Oh, so 86, what was your choice? Oh, man. Ah, uh, yeah, it, it, it goes back and forth, you know? Whether whether you want to stand out in a crowd, or whether you want to be like the, the closet, you know, like, blazer or something, you know? I mean, 
with 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 the forehead thing, you know, you there's the notoriety and all that. But I I think like I I'm just gonna go with the the face in my pants just because yeah. uh, you know that that could be like uh, one of those things that you know gets spread around by all the ladies. Like you know what's going on down there. You would not believe I got him back because you know it's all the mystery. Yeah. If it's yeah, just out in the true. open, nobody cares. Especially, could you imagine riding a motorcycle with like a vagina on your forehead? That'd be crazy. Like it would be horrible. You'd have to you'd, like catch all kinds of bugs all up in your business. Not nasty. if you were wearing a helmet like you're supposed to. Hmm. No, that's it depends on what state you're in because they don't always have helmet laws. Wait, would you menstruate twice then? Ew. Oh, no. no. Leave it to you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm totally having a face on my Yahoo. That's just it. That seals the deal there. Dear God. All right, Gigabyte, what was your choice? Double the manpower, double the fun. All right. Give me a dick on my forehead. Okay, how about you, Prometheus? What would what you end up with? After I that comment. The, I chose the face. Yeah. Now it can sing you to sleep. It'll sound, probably be muffled while you're at work. People think you're talking, but it, you aren't talking. It's it that's talking. It's the other face. It's like... How was that again? Hey, Yogi, what's your choice? A face. Come on. We have a duet going on. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, I think that is it. I think that is episode 48. Actually, I have a would you rather if you want. Oh, of course you do. Now, oh, we, we got your, your would you rather fires heated up. Come on. So right. for two would you would rathers. You... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Technically, well, I, I had two. Technically, you had just one. If you deliver this, we're not even, we're that other one, man. You're going to listen to it and you're going to be like, what was I? I was so. Oh, we all know you're going to cut me out right after this sentence no, anyway. No, I'm leaving it. Oh, damn. All right. Would you rather have your significant other look like this nice image I have included for the rest of their lives? Everybody, that... please, obs- everybody please observe the image. This is very image. podcast friendly. What is this? The, is this the horse? Person? It's a horse. It's a horse with their face on it, basically. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, just that. Or have them have their regular bodies, but the face of a horse. With the face of a horse. Hmm. What we the should. Hell? Is there a way to add that into the Twitch chat so they can see it? I mean, one of y'all could uh, save it and add it, or I can go to the Twitch chat real Yeah. Give me a second. Gotta go all the way back up. Yeah, the body of a horse or the face of a horse? Hmm. Didn't thought of this earlier. Definitely the face of a horse. What? It would be nasty really? having a horse body. How would I drive them around? I'd have, what vehicle I, I figured I, most, like most horse You get a trailer like, like anybody who owns a horse. Mm, that's just weird. And then big horse dumps. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever been behind an Amish buggy? No. Horse dumps are not good. No. Here's my question. How do I post pictures? That's so crazy. I'm, I'm with Jazzy. Jazzy in Twitch chat said horse face and 100% because I am not going to be cleaning up after this nasty horse poop person everywhere. Okay, That's- fine. Let's just let's just assume <laughs> that the horse poops like a regular person. 
little Tootsie Rolls? But if come you on, have the on. horse head, body. don't you have the horse brain? Yeah, horses are smart. Come on now. Yeah. I'm going horse, but I want my girl to have the horse body. Because okay. I could like save my life and ride it to work. <laughs> all right, the, uh, so um... all right, he's, allowed, he's not allowed to go to uh, farms anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no more farms I could, for you. Uh, listen, I could ride it to work. <laughs> yeah. She could pull large wagons or something oh and stuff. Like... You're into those monster girl animes, aren't you? Oh, good lord. What? Like the like the face is better. Like the face is somehow better. Really oh not, but I mean, and I don't know. I just, I just wanted to find some reason for sticking that picture in the freaking I like it. That notes. was way better than the soup and salad. I felt like I was at the Olive Garden with your Would You Rather. I was like, Would you like some super some no, salad? No, I want some breadsticks. Give me some breadsticks. Too bad. We're out of breadsticks. Oh, jeez. Yeah, this is. So, yeah, what what are the mods? Um, we yeah. have. Jazzy's wondering, do they have a horse brain or a person brain? <laughs> Worse would <Wow>. you rather. <laughs> I know, right? You know what, Prometheus, you're, at you're least I can log in art. <laughs> I'm going horse body. I'm telling you. There's many more uses for it. Yeah, I'm sure. I agree, Jazzy. Would I, you rather would feel very wrong. you make twice as <laughs> It was like, would you rather use a crayon or a marker? It was like, what? Like, we're all waiting. At least it's memorable. <laughs> you definitely got the reward. Out of 48 episodes, that's the most interesting. That was a shocker right there. That was that Made my mark. for a loop. Yeah, you did, man. Did you want the chicken? <laughs> Do you want super <laughs> Oh, you're so silly. God, it's so funny. It's so funny because it's so. <laughs> oh gosh! You keep laughing. Oh, so I I don't know how to get the picture to Jazzy so she could see, but just pictured the horse. Yeah, it would Jazzy's concerned because and I I share her concerns. It's it would be like you're doing it with an animal <laughs> if you pick the horse body. Obviously, you, obviously, Foe's not concerned. Anyway. Foe's not concerned. <laughs> <laughs> so so Foe, you said horse body eighty six. What what are you saying? Oh, I'm going face. Okay, what was your reasoning? Oh yeah, no, I that that. Those activities are completely illegal in Washington State. <laughs> what makes you think I'm gonna be sleeping with a horse body? Like, why would you automatically think that? She's your significant <laughs> other. <laughs> Blowjobs all the way, buddy. Oh dear God. Oh, God. Uh, all right, Gigabyte. Your question. Now we need your answer. Horse body. Horse body. What was your reasoning? I don't. I don't really have a reasoning. It's just. I mean, there's. There's other women. Uh, I know it sounds scummy, but I mean, you have a horse body. You're making. No, let me get. Let me be clear here. You're making your significant other have a horse body so you can cheat on her. Is that what you're doing? No, you're no, no, no. It it's like, just. I mean, it? if you have a horse body. Well, wouldn't then the girl that he's cheating Texas, with immediately get the horse the, body? Yes, oh my god! It would be the new significant other! 
God, you are a, that is nailed it. Man, you are assuming a lot of things. He's, man, no, because you said significant other. That means your yeah. your ride or die is just gonna poof. Who said she was it. significant? You did. Huh. By the title. I'm talking about the side other. chick. Who said the side chick was significant? Yeah, Jay, hey, the one night stand is still significant yes. for that one night. Yes, uh, I I subscribe to 86's thought. Jazzy said it's your Midas's touch. Whoever now is your, it's it's like that. <laughs> whoever you're, you pretty much yeah. Whoever you touch is whoever your, your forehead other. weighing touches. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be yeah, blessed with the body of a horse. Yes. Yep. I'm gonna make this into a book. Mm, you should probably in that you probably should. I'm gonna be the Started new JK the first, Rowling. The first title will be Super Salad. Super Salad. Prometheus, <sighs> what is your choice? Oh, I'm totally taking the soup because I'm not answering this one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you gotta answer. No escape. I'm not no No, answer up. <laughs> then what's I'm not wrong doing with the horse face? Because I never, it wouldn't, it, it would be over at that point. Forget what that. bags were invented for. <laughs> oh, so you want to hide your superficialness? So that's what. No, you no. That's because you're. What are Connecticut horses not very attractive? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I guess I've never felt any affection for. If like your that. wife <laughs> all of a sudden woke up with a horse face, you would divorce her. Is that what you're saying? Pretty sure he'd burn her. <laughs> yeah, Some I mean, witchcraft that... right there. <laughs> exactly. You guys are horrible human beings. Oh, That's no. like, get the shotgun, man. He'd <laughs> be all like, what were you doing? Were you <laughs> sleeping with Gigabyte? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Imagine if they could talk, though. I didn't even think about that. If the horse face people could talk like a normal person. I thought that's what it was. I thought they just Which would be worse. like a horse. Which would be worse. They could talk like normal people or they could only neigh. They're just supposed to look like I have a horse face. I thought everything else was normal. I don't know. Yeah. It was do what you please. I would just think they'd be normal. They just to have an unfortunate looking face. That's I've picked that over in the horse body. <laughs> That's crazy. Nah. That image is uh, perfect. Do you oh, want a carrot? Dear God. Dear God. Oh Yogi, what's your choice? Oh man. I'll <laughs> go with the body. What's your reasoning? So I don't have to buy a car, you can just take me to work. <laughs> giddy up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, by <laughs> the not way, like for anybody interested in this, either. it's an actual game. Is this a, na a game? For I forgot to mention that. This is an actual game. It was there. She a weird. Ew. You said ew. ew. There's also a pigeon dating simulator if you're Oh <laughs> my god. Like a Japanese schoolgirl goes to a school filled with birds. Uh, like actual birds. That's not even anime bizarre. birds. It's like actual pictures. Like somebody walked outside and took a picture of a pigeon on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you go oh, to, right. you like eat that bird. Okay, bird dating out. Oh. By email at ridedark at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at ridedark on Twitter. Uh oh. You can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in game at ridedark.podbean.com.